Neil Rogers is coming up next. It's 10 o'clock. The views expressed on the previous programs are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect hey, those of the Beasley Broadcast Group, its staff, God. advertisers, or agencies. Neil God. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Too bad about them brownies, huh? They bloated. They bloated. They bloated. They suck. Joe Bell got fired. That's the rumor that Jeff High is starting around town. Hey, Tubby. Get a life. Warned them about Jeff High, but Scoran wouldn't listen to us. No, no, no. 560 WQAM. Neil and The Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, dial 5670560. We know I'm trouble making tub of shirt with a small one. Scoran, please. 877785 Neil. Or pound 560 on your AT&T and Verizon wireless phone. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his colleagues do not represent those of WQAM management, staff, or sponsors. Now, the Neil Rogers Show. The Dow's up 114 points. WQAM. It's Friday, you bastard. You sound like a moron. Every time he speaks, it's the way God wants it to be. Wants to take a city and cover it in sweets. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. And I don't care what people are saying. He sounds like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre. Surely God is mad. Compares the locals to a Willy Wonka bar. Chocolate. Ray Nagin can. Yes, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can, cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. Will be chocolate, a chocolate noir. He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and you'll f off Juan Valdez. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. You know I can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. No other way. No other way. It wouldn't be no more. Yeah, get lost, you moron. 1002 at 560 WQAM. Happy Friday to you. Fat Boy is starting to rumor Jeff High is all over the place. Joe Bell got fired across the street. Ho, ho, ho. I think they make a great pair. And Chris, by the way, is getting jealous. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, my God. If Fat Boy moves in on your territory, there's just not going to be enough left over for you. Did you just uh, fax this to me? I did. Former Texas backup lineman Buck Burnett. Hey, Buck. Apologized yesterday for posting a racial slur on his Facebook page about Barack Obama being elected president. So many bigots and so little time. Burnett, a sophomore who played in seven games this season, left the number five Longhorns on Wednesday. The team said Burnett violated team rules. Would not elaborate. His Facebook page had been deleted as of yesterday. In a statement to the Associated Press, Burnett said he made a terrible decision to post a text message he received about Obama's victory that contained a racial slur. 
That lack of judgment on my part has had devastating consequences, the statement read. Those who know me understand this is not a true reflection of my character. Right, Buck. I sincerely apologize to everyone I've offended. I've had the opportunity to apologize to my teammates and coaches. have received support from many of them in return. Burnett started one game at center in 2007 as a redshirt freshman, whatever the hell that means, and was a high school star at Wimberley High School near Austin. How about a true freshman? Oh, he was a redshirt freshman, but what about a true freshman? What about like in the math class, about in science? Do they have any true freshmen in science class? No. no. Oh. And by the way, I've had few people email me and ask me how come the um, gay marriage thing got defeated even in Florida and California where they had this humongous turnout for Obama. Well, among that humongous turnout were enormous numbers of dark-complected folks, and generally speaking... It's well-documented. It's not just my opinion. It's well-documented that dark-complected folks tend to be extraordinarily homophobic. And uh, in the churches, of course, they round these people up. Oh, get out there and vote against them faggots. Yes. Yeah. And so that kind of explains it very simply. You'd think that people who are always crying about being discriminated against and have good reason to be screaming about it, you'd think that they'd have a little empathy for others, but they uh, often don't. Here's the poll result from yesterday, 966 votes. By the way, Brady Quinn is so beautiful. I know that sounds very gay, but he is. He's pretty. And you didn't see the game last night. Nope. Because you don't have NFL Network. Correct. What kind of a Mickey Mouse cable you got? Comcast. Don't say it. Don't say it. See? You don't have any common sense. Well, it's Todd more because Drex, I only have Todd Drex going to be really PO'd with you, mister. Well, Comcast has it. It just costs $5 yeah. extra a month. Exactly. Oh, five bucks a month? Like, he can afford that? I got it even here. Even all the way up here, I got NFL Network, and I don't have to pay anything extra for it. Quarterback. Warren Stamp asked a question in the pregame show that was very... He asked the question in the pregame show. Like I said, go back to a CNN. He, oh, that's a Dion, Neon Dion. What a piece of turd he is. So you missed the game. <laughs> Too bad the Browns have no defense. Because Jake Cutler is a joke, the Broncos are a joke. And Brady played a damn good game. He threw two touchdown passes, and he uh, did a good game. He done it. And he looked so good, man. I wanted to reach into the into the screen and just give him a pat on the back. And maybe even a little... Rectum. Yeah, because that's part of sports, you know, pat on the ass. That's what good Clarence job, Brady. Said. What? That's what Clarence <laughs> said the other day. He is breathtakingly uh, beautiful. Even Flea would agree with that. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, see? There you go. Even Flea admits that Brady Quinn is so hot that he would do him in a heartbeat. Well. 966 <laughs> votes on the poll. If I could take a body part from a celebrity and put it on my spouse, I would take Jennifer Lopez's ass. Rectum. 182. A lot of ass floating around out there. WTF 159. Now, is that the replacement for uh, I hate this poll? Or yeah, I what? guess. I guess. Although it's more amusing, you know. WTF. What the? Pamela Anderson's boobies, 116. I'm sure that's going back to the uh, earlier boobies, not not the saggy, fake ones she's carrying around now. I don't have a spouse, 110. Jennifer Aniston's ass, 72. There we go with ass again. You ass guys, man. Angelina Jolie's lips, 64. Kathy Ireland's eyes, 51. Her eyes. John Holmes' member, 38. I bet it ain't looking too good now. Brady Quinn's chest, 36. Brady Quinn's chest. Can anyone even begin to imagine? <laughs> we don't have to imagine. By the way, I sent some more pictures of uh, Brady Quinn almost naked to... Uh, I wonder if Eric put them on there. 
or Josh Cordes. Did they put him on there? We don't want that. Get that faggery off there. All your listeners are heterosexual. They don't want to see Brady Quinn naked. Oh, yeah, he did put him on there. In fact, right above my uh, grotesque picture. It's like uh, in the shower or like in the rain or whatever he's in. Wow. That's a picture. That's a man. Okay. Hey, Brady. You silly queen, Brady. I don't know. See, one thing about Brady Quinn, whether he's straight or gay or bi or whatever it is, it doesn't make any difference because he can basically do whoever he wants. You know what I mean? Sure. sure. He can pick and choose. Now, wouldn't that be something to be like that, to look that good, that you could pretty much do anybody you wanted? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, wouldn't that be fine? That, that's my goal in life. I'm going to work on it. <laughs> I'm going to get started right now. You got the money for the plastic surgery. Yeah. It would take spastic surgery, not plastic surgery. Anyway, Brady Quinn's chest, 36. Sarah Palin's boobs, 35. Jennifer Aniston's legs, 32. Jennifer Aniston's hair, 23. Roseanne Barr's figure, 22. I just, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Is that supposed to be funny? I would hope. Uh, Kate Hudson's lips, 13. Donald Trump's hair, 7. And Barack Obama's ears, 6. 966. We could have let it go till 1,000, but I wanted to change the poll because I like this other one. We still don't know what that chicken of the sea tuna was on this poll for. I didn't put it on, you know. I crossed it. Yes. Yeah, oh, and also, uh, is Eric back in there? Because he's, he's got a typo in here. He lost his Internet for a while. Oh, yeah, he's back now. Instead of fried chicken, he's got friend chicken. And leave it to flee. The first thing he said when he came in and sat his ass down, ah, oh, well, I, I never heard of friend chicken. Uh-huh. I never heard of friend chicken. By the way, fat boy's trying to get Joe Bell fired. He uh, spread the rumor. <laughs> You got your head so far up Joe Bell's ass, man, that it's just brown from the top of your hair to your chin. What? Oh, I uh, nicked my chin shaving this morning, by the way. I nicked it. And my chin, too. I don't like that. Now, why why do we do that? I've got, I use great Gillette, uh, the, really the best Gillette blades. Not, not those ones with the 85 blades in them. The best ones with a gray uh, little handle on them, you know? Those are great. But okay. every once in a while, you nick yourself. Now, why is that? I don't know. You ever do it? Yeah, of course. And and why don't they have, I'm sure they do have them, but I don't see them anymore. I've talked about this a million times, a thing called a styptic pencil. You know what that is? Oh, yeah, I totally know what those are. They hurt like hell, but uh, it stops the bleeding. But it stops the bleeding immediately, if not sooner. My rotten father used to have one of those in the uh, medicine cabinet, styptic pencil. I wish he would have stuck it in his... Rectum? Yeah, just because it burns so bad. If anybody deserved it, he did. He was a real bastard. And now I got the scab off of that spot, and I thought it was going to stop, and it just continues. I know, you got to take a little uh, Kleenex, a little toilet paper or something, stick it on there. Right? Yep. To absorb the blood till it stops bleeding. That's one of those things that God gave us, man, this whole shaving business. What did they, uh, what did they shave with back in olden days? Stones? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Rocks? I feel like I shaved with a rock this morning, just in my chin. Okay, here's the new poll: excluding pork and shellfish, what's the most goyish of food? If you know what, if you don't know what goyish means, in other words, not for Jews, goyish. Oh, here's another one about Derby Lane. Thanks for bringing up Derby Lane. The day it prompted me to go last night, punch my guts out. I walked out with only my crank in my hand. <laughs> I should have remembered. Here comes the bunny, and there goes your money. Nice going, John. I'm sure you had a good time. I lost my ass at Woodbine yesterday too. 
Lost my ass. Not good. Excluding pork and shellfish, what's the most goyish of food? WTF is winning 31. That's because they don't understand a question. Because the audience is overwhelmingly goyish. Biscuits and gravy, 20. That's what I voted. Boy, that's strictly for goyim. Spam, 16. Pickled eggs, 14. String bean casserole, 9. Fried chicken, 6. See, he straightened it out. Nice going, Eric. He straightened it out. Slim Jim, 6. I, now, why is that on there? I eat Slim Jims all the time. What's, what's goyish about Slim Jims? I don't know. Don't you love Slim Jims? Oh, I love Slim Jims. So what's the problem? I don't know. You put it on there. I, no, I didn't put it on. It was on the original poll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put it on there. Catfish, five. Sloppy Joe's, four. Chicken pot pie, four. Beef stew, three. And bread pudding, none. I don't even know what bread pudding is. Is it like tapioca pudding? Pretty similar, yeah. Is it like that caramelized banana cream pie at Ruth Chris that I had for dessert mm. the night of my birthday? Oh, my God. that is It's almost as sweet as Brady Quinn, but not quite. Sweet. I know it's a faggy thing to come on here and talk about some hot guy who's just smoldering. I guarantee if you put your hand on his chest, your hand would fry like an egg. No, thanks. That, well, I'm just telling you that's how hot he is. If you put, his, if you put your hand down his pants, you'll definitely burn in hell. Friday, you bastards. All right. Tom Brady's out. Yeah. I want some win. Oh. You ain't seen no man quite like Brady Quinn. He's a football player, dude. A solid wall of meat. The kind of guy that I want to do. That's good enough to eat. I wonder if he'll go on a date, but there's no chance at all. So does that make me a sports queer if I want to see him grab the ball? Absolutely. Oh, baby, wow. Look at that kid. You ain't seen no man quite like Brady Quinn. He is smoking, baby. He is really something. He's my hero. Not that I'm a Browns fan. I used to be a Browns fan back when I was a kid. About 1955 or 56, back in the Jim Brown days. Oh, boy. Those were the days. That's what I hear. Until about 19... I don't know. Until I came to Florida. 73. I mean, when you come to Florida, you're a Dolphin fan for a little while. Not for very long. Then you go to some of the games and you sit around some of those idiots. By the way, Jason, who's really getting on my nerves, okay? I'm going to start telling you about the chronic emailers who get on my nerves. And, Jason, you're one of them. Always, in fact, remember on uh, Tuesday? No, on Wednesday, the day after the election and my birthday, Wednesday, whatever the hell day it was. And this tremendous outpouring, I still got about a 1,000 of these, thank God. 
happy birthday and we're all excited Obama won and yada yada. Everything was positive and great and wonderful. And uh, then starting with yesterday, like with that 67 Chevy guy, that jackass. Mm-hmm. And they started turning and turning. And I, in fact, I got I got some in the pile now. Ripping uh, Flea, ripping George, ripping, 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 ripping. That's South Florida for you, baby. Oh, we don't understand why you don't want to be here, Neil. Oh, yeah, look in the mirror. That'll tell you why. Jason says, spam is pork should not be on the pole. Well, guess what, Jason, Mr. Expert? Spam is a pork and other stuff. There's other crap in there. Am I right? Yes, definitely. Yes, it's a whole bunch of junk. It's a whole melange of mung. It's all so the leftovers. Our... Yeah, that's right. It's stuff that even the Goyam wouldn't eat if they knew what it was. Shouldn't be on the pole. Shouldn't be on the pole. You made a mistake. You made a mistake. Bam, bam, bam. Get lost, Jason. You're a pain in the ass. You're annoying. Oh, here's some more for that. Frog's legs, pickled pig's feet, and pork rinds. Well, pig's feet is pig, and pork rinds is pork, and the frog's legs, I don't know. You know what I mean? That's from yug, 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 yug. Yug, 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 yug. Get lost, yug, yug, yug. A Fort Lauderdale resident being facing a $90 fine for his Election Day celebration. Brian Nelson honked his car's horn for a few blocks after Obama's win Tuesday until a police officer stopped him. The officer ticketed Nelson for violating Florida statute 316.271, excessive use of the horn. I wonder if Brady Quinn gets fined for excessive use of his horn, you think? Nelson complained to the police department's internal affairs unit and emailed Mayor Jim Noggle's office. A police spokesman said the incident's being reviewed. The unctuous right-wing Jim Noggle, who don't like them fairies. He probably listens to Jimmy Syphilis, though. That's what really cracks me up is these people. Oh, by the way, I wonder if Barney Frank had been the candidate for president for the Democrats. How many dark folks would have voted for him on Tuesday? I just mentioned that in passing. Because when people are oppressed and then they turn out to be bigoted themselves, it's very uh, dismaying. The Dow is up almost 200 points. Let's hear it. Oh, look at that. Barney the White House dog nipped a uh, reporter at the White House. Good. Bite his hand off, Barney. Scrapple. I never heard of it until my Goyam co-workers discussed the best way to eat for breakfast, with or without syrup, a meal in itself, or a side to pancakes. When I asked what it was, they couldn't even describe, other than to say it was the leftover scraps of meat mushed together. Sounds disgusting. Ugh. And we know Jews don't do disgusting when it comes to food. That's true. Although, I know that's not true at all. Yeah, what about tongue? That's pretty disgusting. I was just going to say tongue. Oh. I can't think of anything more disgusting than... Well, I can, but not that I can say on the air. Tongue. I think tongue is almost as disgusting as dung. But you can put that on there if you want. Scrapple. You want to put it on there? It's very similar to... Well, it's, it's like spam, only it doesn't look like it. It's, it's more, Doesn't it look more like bacon? Scrapple? I don't even know what it looks like. And who are those... Is it the Seventh-day Adventists who make that meat-free uh, stuff? Phony bacon and phony sausage links and... What do you mean you don't know? There's what about Boca you, brand. What? Boca brand makes a lot of that stuff. Like Boca Burgers and stuff? You're talking to the guy that put Boca Burgers on the map. Neither one of you knows that because you're both a couple of Johnny-come-latelys. Uh-huh. I put Boca Burgers on the map at IOD a zillion years ago. Just like I put fish food on the map. And, of course, all those people who enjoyed it could tell you about it, but they're all dead now from eating too much of it. 
Let's see. The thing during the breaks, they run sports updates on your stream. I don't really care what they're doing on the on the uh, stream. Don't you understand? If you can hear the show on the stream, enjoy the show or not, as the case may be, whatever your pleasure. But uh, don't keep belly again. They're running the big O spots. God. Some guy named Greg just did some report on the Dolphins game. Who cares? Sports, 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 it's nauseating. Well, just turn it down during the breaks, okay? Jesus, God. Oh, yeah, Larry King caught his young wife cheating. Willowy Blonde Beauty, Sean King, 48, has been carrying on a steamy year-long extramarital affair right under Larry's nose with hunky Hector Panade, 29, a B-list actor. An investigation uncovered that Sean and Hector were so brazen in their adulterous tryst they even made love on the 74-year-old talk show host desk at home. Wow. Well, who the hell would blame her for crying out loud? Being married to a feeble old lump like Larry. Oh, here's a link. Here's a link. Guess what? What? Delete. How can you leave meatloaf off the pole? Because meatloaf isn't for Goyam. Are you crazy? Don't you love meatloaf? Mm-hmm. God, I just love good meatloaf. How could you leave it off the pole? Real easy, because it has nothing to do with the pole. That's why. It's Fatwa Friday, you bastards. Thirty-one at five sixty WQM. So Fat Boy, aka Jeff High, has been circulating rumors that Jolly Joe Bell got fired. Too bad they're not true, by the way. Oh that's come what, on! That's what Flea said before the show today. He said they should have fired his fat faggoty ass a long time ago. Is that what you said? Oh, he's actually uh, not here at the exact moment. Scrapple sandwich at the Delaware State Fair is a picture of it. Oh my God! Scrapple is typically made of hot offal, such as head, heart, liver, and other scraps. Oh. Which which are boiled with any bones attached, often the entire head, to make a broth. 
Once cooked, bones and fat are discarded. The meat is reserved, and dried cornmeal is boiled in the broth to make a mush. A mush. <laughs> it's mushali, baby. The meat finally minced is returned, and seasonings typically sage, thyme, savory, others are added. The mush is cast into loaves and allowed to cook uh, cool thoroughly until uh, gelled. Oh. oh it's just, ugh. <laughs> Ooh, you ought to see it. I'd have to be I'd real hungry. hungry. And that's like a big thing up in like the Philly area. That's which, ugh. Scrapple? Yeah. Like the poll says, strictly for Goyam. A steadily intensifying Hurricane Paloma's forecast to reach Category 3 status with winds of 150, uh, 15 miles an hour. Oh, my God. But it's not going anywhere near you. But if you want to get, you know, act crazy, go to Home Depot and get a whole bunch of plywood and go get some Visqueen and all that stuff. I'm going to Publix to get some water right now. Clean out all the water. That's right. Get all the canned goods. National Hurricane Center predicts the late season storm will steam over the Cayman Islands tonight and tomorrow. It should then take aim at the central Cuban coast. Wipe that thing right off the map. If there's some good news, the system was predicted to weaken to Category 2 status with 100-mile-an-hour winds before striking Cuba tomorrow. And it's heading northeast. It's going to go off into the Atlantic and just, you know, blow a lot of steam and smoke, speaking to Jolly Joe. Michael from Boca says, I think you should add bratwurst to the Goetia list. Hope you had a great birthday. Yeah, my birthday was fine, Mike, but uh, the fact of the matter is bratwurst is pork, and I love bratwurst. Well, I'll tell you. Is there, do you know anybody who doesn't love great bratwurst on a grill? Ooh, a little no. onion and green peppers? With some mouse dirt over there in uh, Berlin? Oh, mm. they got the best the bratwurst in the world in Berlin. Just to die for. Rosemary says, I wrote a week or so ago that the McCain-loving Republicans that I work with, uh, and you advise on how to deal with them, whatever that means. Well, I must tell you, I can hear you can hear a pin drop right in the right-wing world. Victory is so sweet. And Jimmy Syphilis has moved to Italy yet since McCain... Uh, didn't win. I heard him on the radio this morning. Darn it. Also, what body wash was it you talked about with grapefruit? It's soft soap, pink uh, grapefruit. It's delicious. You could almost want to drink it. Thanks, Rosemary. Assumed to be a 50 female listener. Did you know that there's a spam spread that's available oh. as a halal food? <laughs> halal, my ass. Halal. Uh-huh. And permissible under, meaning that it's permissible under Islamic law. The Jews got their kosher and the Arabs got their halal man. And the India people got their turbans on way too tight. And the Chinese man, well. Here's one about uh, Fat Chris again and Joe Bell. From Stuart Knobslobber. <laughs> Neil, hey Neil, I'm a fan of yours from Wilton Manors. I've been listening to your show for the last five years now. I'm emailing you because I've got some interesting news that may give you a chuckle. <laughs> I was at one of my favorite gay-friendly establishments yesterday evening called Ramrods. I was <laughs> I was there with my lover, Darone. Oh, Darone. I was enjoying the night, having some drinks and enjoying the scenery when something shocking happened. It was about 10 p.m., and guess who walked in the door of the bar? Fat Chris and Jolly Joe Bell. I was shocked. Fat Chris was dressed up as the firefighter from the village people, and Jolly Joe was dressed up... As a gimp with a red ball in his mouth. Oh. I sat there sipping my bubblegum martini and watched the two from afar. At first they were just sitting... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> bubblegum <laughs> Sorry. That was funny. Ramrods is a real place, by the way. I know. Okay. I didn't. Ugh. 
At first, they were just sitting there drinking and making small talk with other men around them. But then there was an amateur strip competition with a $10,000 prize. I could see that Jolly Joe was engaging Fat Chris to enter. He was egging him on. After Fatso had a couple of drinks, he thought it would be a good idea to enter. The DJ called Chris up on stage. He chose the song Moulin Rouge to dance to. The routine started off fairly boring. First, Fat Chris took his shirt off, revealing a fat old hairy chest and some huge tomato-looking nipples with stubs of hair around them. The crowd started going wild. Fatso then took off his pants, revealing some assless leather chaps and a jockstrap. He first took off the jockstrap, walked over to Jolly Joe, and put the jock on his head. Joe laughed, ho, ho, ho! Chris then proceeded to whip out his ugly, uncircumcised member and started going to town. This angered Joe Bell. He ran on stage and tackled him, knocking him off the stage. The two wrestled around on the floor for a couple of minutes. It looked like two warthogs fighting over the last bit of slop. The bouncers <laughs> came over and threw the two of them out of the club. I couldn't believe what I saw, Neil. What, when, when did Jolly Joe and Fat Chris become a couple of raging flamers? I thought I was a screamer, but these two pillow biters made me feel like a straight man. Have a wonderful weekend. Signed, Stuart Knob Slobber. Wow. You sent me some stuff? Yeah, something about the KKK story. The white co-owner of a Palm Beach restaurant told her black employees they'd be fired if they voted for Barack Obama. And on the night of Obama's victory, she wrote KKK on their time cards and a note she posted in the back of the restaurant. This is from the Palm Beach Post. I wrote KKK all over. It was ridiculous and stupid, said Patricia Gaddy, who owns 264 The Grill, a casual dining spot on South County Road. I think I got crazy with Fox News, watching too much Fox News, she said. I've got a hot head and I'm crazy, she said today. It's my hot Italian blood. Gaddy shares ownership of the restaurant with her black business partner and chef Avery Watson. She said her exuberance over John McCain was just some good-natured ribbing between her and Watson and was never meant to be taken seriously by the help. A memo by owner Patricia Gaddy, and it shows it here with the KKK written on it. How do you like that? Nice. And it goes on. There's more to it. but I think she might have uh, grounds to sue Fox, right? Yeah. She got brainwashed by Fox. Too much Billow. Too much Hannity. Too much Jimmy Syphilis. They warn you, Syphilis will, will uh, rot your brain. How are we doing on the poll? The Dow's up 227 points. That is nice. 189 votes on our new poll. What do we do on the other one? Almost uh, a thousand. 968. Almost a thousand. 968. Nice. We're off to the races. That's because Flea is with us. George will be back next week. Oh, I got a hate, uh, hate thing about George here too. Oh. Well, you know, like I said, they 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 managed to be really nice and friendly and sweet on Wednesday after the election and on my birthday and yada yada. And now they're re, you know they reverted to form. <laughs> like that. So I guess I should kiss the um, board that they found. You know, they, they were able to muster up some decency on Wednesday, on my birthday at least, because now nothing but psychosis. 191 on the pool, excluding pork and shellfish. What's the most goyish of food? WTF, 45. Biscuits and gravy, 29. Spam, 26. String bean casserole, 19. I don't know what, what that's all about. Pickled eggs, 17. Fried chicken, 13. Catfish, 10. Sloppy Joe's nine, Slim Jim's eight. I, I don't see why that's even on there. Chicken pot pie, six. Beef stew, six. Scrapple, two. Cornbread, one. And bread pudding, one. They play like men and they look like women.
Buffalo has a football team, the greatest in the land. And everybody thinks they're great, because they really are. The Buffalo Bills are the number one. See what I mean? So just sing along. When you say Miami. When you say Buffalo. And hear the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. They're the greatest team in the history of the human race. They're the Buffalo Bills. They're the greatest thing since sliced bread and canned beer. Yeah, there you go. And you, and you jazz up that redneck stuff. They listen to that banjo. Holy sweet God, listen to that. Well, you say Buffalo Bills. It don't sound so rednecky, do it. Everybody sing along now. Are you Bill fans? Here we go. Well, the Buffalo Bills are the best team. They have the best record over the last five years. And they went to the Super Bowl four times, which is more than I can say for this scum-sucking fish. And they're uh, the greatest, because I really like their uniforms. They sure as hell beat the heck out of having a fish on the helmet, because they're the Buffalo Bills. The best football team, what I ever seen in the history of my life. They are the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills, the home of Jim Kelly, the greatest quarterback in the league. Yeah, everybody, the Buffalo Bills. They're the Buffalo Bills. And they've been around longer than the stinking rotten fish. Well, they're the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. What would you rather have as a pet, a buffalo or a fish? 1046, 14 before 11 at 560 WQAM. So Judah Essen says... Chicken pot pie makes no sense. My mother served that to me when I was a kid. Chicken pot pie is strictly for Goyam. Your mom was like doing evil. Maybe your mom hated you. Beef stew, WTF? Yeah, beef stew is uh, for Goyam. Pickled eggs, Slim Jims, Spam, sure. It says sure. Slim Jims I don't understand. I, I have no idea what that has to do with uh, anything. But how about a burger and a glass of milk? Fat, it says. Fat. Trafe. How about a cheeseburger in and of itself? Trafe. Cheeseburger with bacon on it. That's my favorite. Feed a couple to Gary Sarner. In fact, that's what we're going to do next week. We're going to, like, sneak up. We're going to have a whole group of people sneak up behind Gary Sarner, hog tie his ass down, and force feed him two ba bacon double cheeseburgers. <laughs> Will he go into, like, convulsions or something? Oh, where the hell did I see the thing about the anus burger? Oh, it must have been a local insert spot, because I saw it last night, I think, on the uh, Browns-Denver game. Boy, I'll tell you, the Browns' defense really blows. They blew it. They blew it wide open. They had that game in the palm of the, uh, Brady Quinn's hand. And their defense, you can't complain about their defense, because they don't have any. They made Jay Cutler look like um, Otto Graham. Pathetic. He, he's really weak. I, I put him almost in the same category with Sage uh, Rosenhaus, Kranst, uh, whatever his name is. Sage Rosenfels? Yeah, that one. Although I think he's in a class by himself. David rips George an ass. Long, ass-ripping uh, email here. Subject, George is a loser. Hey, Neil, George is the biggest loser ever. I went to Galaxy Skate last night with my five-year-old daughter, and guess who was there? George Rodriguez. Well, last night was Thursday. It's roller skating night, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep, it's adult night. Oh. God. Is he serious about that? Or mm -hmm. 
He was there with a group of people, most of them being really trashy-looking trailer park women. One of the girls was actually missing one of her front teeth. <laughs> George looked like such a queer. He was wearing a pair of cut-off jean shorts, white socks hiked all the way up his ankle, some old skates that looked like they were from the 1940s, and a shirt that said, Smoke crap and worship Satan. That's he looked smoke like the crack. What I say, crap? Yeah, I think so. Smoke crap. <laughs> smoke crack and worship Satan. He looked like the biggest a-hole I've ever seen. I think it would have been funnier if it would have said smoke crap. As I was watching my daughter skate around, I noticed George holding hands and skating around with some big fat guy, probably Fat Chris. Then George decided to whack cool and started skating very fast backwards. It was th at this time I saw the funniest thing I've ever seen. George lost his balance and tripped, slid across the floor and went headfirst right into the wall. I laughed so hard that I crapped a little, my, crapped myself a little bit. Well, smoke some crap. I ran to the bathroom, cleaned myself up, and went back out on the floor to get my daughter. As I grabbed my daughter, I looked over and saw George sitting on the bench with an ice pack on his head. His eyes were all puffy and red, like he had just cried a river. My daughter and I walked over to George, told him I couldn't wait to tell Neil about this incident in the morning. After I said that, George looked up and gave me my daughter the finger, told me to go F myself. I called him a D-bag and walked out. Can't say douche. I think that George is a huge loser. He always tries to act cool, and in real life, he's really huge dope. I hope he's very embarrassed when he hears this. Go to hell, George. My daughter thinks you're a loser as well, says David. Man. Little drama at the roller rink, baby. Save the drama for your mama, and don't tell Obama. 210 votes on Fat Chris's poll about Trafe, as if you'd know something about it. Here's one about Scrapple. It says, New England, Pennsylvania definition of Scrapple is everything but the oink. I've never had it, it says, but I've heard that it's if it's made fresh with maple syrup and plenty of spices, it's quite tasty. Or at least a hell of a lot different than the prepackaged crap they sell, says Andrew. Please don't forget to post those female word definitions you read yesterday. They were funny. Well, that's great. They were funny, but I'm not posting anything, okay? I don't I don't post stuff on demand. Oh, be sure and do this and be sure and do that. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, anyway, the guy the guy who um was faking us, who was uh playing games about the um website. Mm-hmm. Richard Romer. The, the character, Al Pacino's character in Glengarry Glen Ross was Ricky Roma. Not Richard Romer. But evidently that was his, that was as close as he could get. Ricky Roma, R-O-M-A, as in like Arrivederci Roma, like that. Roma. But, you know, why the hell not? Why not just, it, it's like, you know, Facebook and MySpace and your place and my face and your space. Anonymous crap. Just make up email addresses and send a bunch of garbage. And then that's fine. Just keep just keep it coming. we got three hours to kill here yet today. Keep them coming. I don't want to have to read all those birthday ones from Wednesday I never got to. Although it would be nice to read them all on the air because, you know, probably a lot of people are waiting to hear their own email, right? Probably. Like people that say, oh, give a shout out to yada yada. And, and when they say shout out, you know what? I just, I just uh, blow them away. That was up on 86. Oh, there's T. Boone Pickens. For the, the gas price goes. He's out with Larry tonight. Larry's wife will not be on the show, by the way. I hope somebody calls up Larry and asks him about his incestuous, uh, his adulterous wife. Wouldn't that be great? Uh-huh. What's the question? What's the question? What's the question? Uh -huh. That would be great. Larry starts getting a bunch of crank calls about his uh, adventurous wife. KB says, I have a complaint about the streaming breaks. They are playing audio of Chris and Jolly Joe having sex in the tea room. I don't know what your complaint is all about. That's the most entertaining thing we've had on during those breaks ever. Ever. 
No complaints about the quality of the streaming, though, today. I bet it's just as fine as old wine. You think? Sure. Here's one that says, Yo, Neil, George did this show two weeks ago. What's the strangest thing you eat? He talked about Scrapple for 20 minutes. No, this isn't the... I know that poll. This isn't the one about, like, head cheese and stuff like that. George did this show two weeks ago. How do you, how do you like that? Is that pathetic or what? The poll is, excluding pork and shellfish, what's the most goyish of food? Not what's the strangest thing you eat. God. Here's one from Jolly Joe Bell about Fat Chris and the NFL Network. It says, hey, Neil, maybe Fat Chris can cut out one double bacon cheeseburger a month from his fat mouth and buy NFL Network for just five bucks a month for only the months of November and December. Of course, maybe Fat Chris needs to shovel more double cheeseburgers so we can die, says Joe Bell. Wow. And Joe didn't even put on a ho-ho-ho this time. That's how little he cares about you. He hates you. Here's one that says, I hate flea. Hmm. Probably from the same guy the last couple of days that's been ripping you an ass. Okay. Although well-deserved, by the way. I'm sure. Hey, Neil, God, I hate flea. He's such a D-bag. He talks like his wife has his nuts in a vice. Why is he such a loser, Neil? Every time he opens up his stupid pie hole, stupid ass pie hole, I want to jump out the window. How please, about now? Please shoot that homo up, Neil. I don't know. There's a word cut off. If I was Flea's wife, I would take the kids, all his money, and leave. Well, I don't You're have any kids or money, so. What? I don't have kids or money, so. You're a bigger loser than Fat Chris, you squeaking a-hole. Do the audience and your family a favor and kill yourself already. Die, you squeaky-voiced moron. Maybe you die of wicked bloody diarrhea and rotten hell, you buttonhole die. Signed, Frankie. Yeah. Whole idea. How do you wish Flea would die? Stabbed to death, drowned to death, shot in the head, or raped to death. <laughs> You're making a mark. When they hate you in this market, man, it means that you've really uh, made your mark. That means you've said hello and or goodbye. That's about it. That's all it takes in South Florida. We hate you. <laughs> yeah, they're getting really surly again, man. Too much nicety on uh, Wednesday. Good thing the birthday thing comes only once a year. Although, here's one that says, Happy belated birthday from Monty. I've been out of circulation this past week. I'm now just catching up on current events. Not sure if you covered this story yet, but I saw a breaking news item linking Larry King's wife to their son's baseball coach. Sources revealed his wife was so brazen, she instructed the coach to mount her on Larry's home office desk. Can you imagine that? To mount her. From what I read, Larry standing by his wife is still very much in love with her. There's no word on whether or not the desk has been replaced. That's all for now. This is Monty. I'm surprised we've only had two or three of those Larry King ones. Uh-huh. Like somebody really would care about that. He's a pathetic, tragic, old, suspended toad with a bag who likes young chicks. I mean, there's nothing wrong with liking young chicks, but you, you expect that she's going to start screwing around with, like, a real guy, you know? Plus, he smells bad. That could be a little bit of a turnoff. Uh-huh. Ask Josh Friedman about that, the fact that he smells bad if it's a turnoff. If people run like a son of a bitch when they see him. Oh, my God, look who it is. And they run in the opposite direction. Lisa says, just wanted to say happy birthday. Hope your old, fat, pimply ass lives a lot longer. My old, fat, cellulite uh, ass likes listening to you. You're the Schmidt. Thanks, Lise. L-I-S-E. How do you pronounce that? Lice? I think Lise. Lise? Yeah, sounds right. Sure. Dave Walker says, happy birthday, Neil. Hope for many more loyal listeners 20 years. Thank you, Dave. P.S. Thanks for the good times. A window those stars. 
biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Rock, 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 rock solid. Any questions? Hello, I'm Saul. And I'm Harry. Here to tell you about our special place. Just a short little drive. From New York is the Pocano. Let's go. That's where I want to go. I get away from it all. Where was that? In the Poconos. I can feel the fish. I love that stuff. Play shuffleboard if you wish. I got a nine. Go for Saturday brunch. Or pile the food on top of your dish. I hope it's kosher. In the Poconos. Sky Top and Buck Hill. Camelback and Bushkill. Mount Ellie and Shawnee. There's even Mickey Rooney. I know. Split Rock and Cresco. Oopie, let's go pumpkin in the Poconos. We'll have some lunch and then we'll see a show with Tony Orlando in the Poconos. Get a hot shake time. You pour the champagne. Sit by the pool and act like a schlub. Let's get the chicks. You can meet a nice girl. Over by the exercise club. Hey, Julie, over here. In the Poconos. Sky Top and Buck Hill. Camelback and Bush Hill. Maldelli and Shawnee. Don't forget Mickey Rooney. Split Rock and Cresco. Hooey, let's go poking in the Poconos. We'll have some lunch and then we'll see a show. With Tony Orlando. In the Poconos. Let's go. Did you forget your oh, teeth this time? I know. Time? I got my teeth in a little bag with the water and the effort then. 1102. Effort, uh, that's a good poll question. Effort or Parliament? Huh? Martha Ray's still dead, right? Now, here's one from the Farbison Judah Essen. Bad phony name. From Ro- It says, Rochester, question mark. Yeah, Rochester. Please, you're going to determine what's Hamish? Stick to lilacs and hockey and Slim Jims. Shabbat Shalom, Tushy Portal, Judah Essen. Yeah, Kushmir and Tuchas, okay, Judah? Boy, they're nasty. You know who that is? That's the uh, 67 uh, from yesterday, 67 Chevy, whatever. Mm -hmm. That was giving me a lecture about uh, me, uh, what I know about Jewishness and what I know about my own religion. Kushmir and Tuchas. As the Goyim say, Kushmir and took us. Like Joe Bell, he took us down the road to hell is what Joe Bell took us. Even Flea knows that. Uh-huh. You gone? No, I'm here. Well, here's one for you. Flea's a good guy, it says. Uh-oh. When I won some Panther tickets on the Joe Rose show, he actually mailed me to the tickets and I got them, says Mike. That, that's what makes you a good guy. You send him some Panther tickets. That's right. And how come Joe Rose has got all the tickets to give away and we get squat? We get dumped on, man. We get nothing. How about some club-level tickets for the Lightning Panther game next Wednesday? Screw it. Okay. Well, I have to start giving tickets away on here to stupid hockey games. Are you kidding me? How about those make-believes, by the way? They really suck. And in case you missed it in the Sun Sentinel because they didn't have the score because the game started at 10.30, the uh, Panthers lost again in L.A. to the Kings 3-2 last night. They lost. Which they seem to be doing a lot of lately, just like the make-believes. That game must have ended by 8.30 since it didn't make the uh, Sun Sentinel. The game started at 10.30 our time. You think there was any chance of them having that score in there? None. Of course. 
The Scum Sentinel. It used to be a pretty decent newspaper, and now it's like four pages of ads and crap. Garbage. Nice going, Randy Michaels, you loser. Lunatic. Oh, but he was a radio genius with J-Corps. Yeah, right. Here's one that says, I was raised on beef stew and vegetables on a bed of wide noodles. Great comfort food. That sounds a little bit almost like, um, what was I talking about the other day? Beef stroganoff. Beef stroganoff. Oh, God, do I love that. Mmm. Especially if the gravy is really, really good, you know? Now, what's uh, what about Swedish meatballs on wide noodles? Ooh, that's good stuff. Mmm, 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 mmm. Man, almost as tasty as Brady Quinn. It says, then I went to college and saw an item for dinner called Yankee Pot Roast. Having never eaten pot roast before, thinking it was for Goyim, I uh, looked at what it was. It looked just like the delicious stew I'd always enjoyed. Is stew and pot roast the same? Is pot roast a Goyim name? No, Jews make pot roast. My ma made pot roast often. It was pretty good. And what about stew? I don't I don't recall her ever making... Yeah, yeah, she did. She made beef stew. Remember Stu Irwin on the Stu Irwin show about 100 years ago? No, I do. That's because I'm old, ancient. Here's one uh, from Wednesday. Happy birthday. May Leonard Stab from Guiding Light miraculously recover from his hang gliding accident in 93 and appear stark naked in your bed. I looked it up. He played heart. He was one of those guys who played hard. I don't remember what he looked like or which one. He was no Jay, I'll tell you that. Oh, Nora's son, Jay, on Guiding Light, a zillion years ago. That show, by the way, has turned to turd. I haven't watched it in ages. I tried to watch it a little bit a few days ago, and boy, what garbage. The Dow is up almost 200 points, 188. It's going to be a fine Friday. In spite of all the negativism we're getting, Flea, of course, uh, generates most of that. As soon as they hear his squeaky voice, they start getting really surly. Oh, look at this. Oh, no. This is the worst. Somebody just sent me something. It's just unacceptable. It's a review of the anus burger. I'm going to print it out and read it on the air. Some people just have no taste. That's why so many people love vanilla ice cream. Just plain vanilla ice cream with nothing on it. Now, do either of you enjoy vanilla ice cream just plain? No, not really. What about you, Tubby? No, not really. In fact, if you get Neapolitan ice cream that's got the vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate, I never eat the vanilla. I just thought I'd mention that. I'll save it for you guys. Here's one that says, Hey, Neil, happy late birthday. I thought you might find this review interesting. It'll be good to have George back next week. The guys are making an effort, but George's many years with you make his contributions more entertaining. Harry from SIB. What, what's SIB? Siberia? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. McDonald's third pounder Angus mushroom and Swiss grade F. Doesn't say where this review is from, though. No. Oh, I see. AL fast food reviews of 32 choices from AOL. Well, it figures AOL because AOL sucks. It's one thing I agree with George on, man. AOL blows. Grade F, our food editor's husband proclaimed that he just had the worst burger in all the land, so naturally we had no choice but to sample for ourselves. Turns out he was wrong. It was, in fact, the absolute most extremely terrible, awfully horrible burger in the known universe. The industrial mushrooms had the flavor and mouth appeal of a sneaker insole, while earwax and Swiss cheese and globbed-on mayo formed a thick, slick, 
which was truth to be told necessary in order to moisten the throat sufficiently to swallow the spongy gray mass that was being hawked as an anus patty. Bad things happen when Mickey D's tries to get schmancy, and this they beef this one badly. Oh, you should live so long. I hope the bird of paradise takes a wild diarrhea right on your head at AOL. The anus burger with bacon and cheddar is the finest product they've ever put out, by far. And they're selling them like hotcakes. They're selling them like halava in uh, Jerusalem. But everybody's an expert. And that's why, that's why you folks can't get them, because all these bad reviews are coming out. Can you believe that? No. I mean, for me to rave about... I mean, I like the double uh, cheeseburger at Mickey D's just fine. And you can eat it without the bun, you know? Mm-hmm. Just hold it in your hand and chop on it. Get rid of that bun. Apparently, they're also selling it in Los Angeles. Yeah. That's another test market. A lot of Chinamon in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Lots and lots of Chinamon. Not as many as here, though, I don't think. There can't possibly... Half of China is here. Really? 400,000 Chinese in Toronto. Wow. 665,000 gay people, although I think that's a low ball. It's probably like 6 million. Probably uh, 100,000 Punjabi. 253 votes on the poll. Excluding pork and shellfish, what is the most goyish of food? Strictly for goyim. WTF 52. That's just that's a cop-out. That shouldn't even be on there anymore. Why? Who talked us into putting that on there every day? I think that was George. Yeah. Go back to the roller rink, George. Go roll a big one. Biscuits and gravy, 38. Spam, 36. String bean casserole, 27. What do they put? Like a, um, some kind of nuts. Yeah, like almonds. Sliced, sliced almonds. almonds, yep. Oh. And sometimes they also put the, uh, what is it, the fried onion strips or something like that? Oh, I like that, though. Yeah, that's good. They're like onion, little uh, bits of onion ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, those onion rings at Ruth Chris, man, they're awesome. They're huge. They're big. You cut them with a knife. Everything's good there. Mmm. God, too bad fat Chris will never be able to afford to eat there. Yep. yep. Pickled eggs, 22. Fried chicken, 18. Now, what's the most goyish of fried chicken? Bojangles, Kentucky Fry, or um, churches? I guess churches. Jews don't go to churches. No, they're, in, uh, they're not in Jewish neighborhoods usually. Sloppy Joe's, 10. Slim Jim's, 9. What? Churches is not in the... Usually can't find a churches in a Jewish neighborhood, no. Like an Aventura? Yes. What about a Bojangles? No. no. Catfish 13, Sloppy Joe's 10, Slim Jim's 9, Scrapple 8, Beef Stew 8, Chicken Pot Pie 7, Bread Pudding 5, and Cornbread 1. Cornbread and Corn Pone. i tell you one thing, I do love corn on the cob. I haven't had that in a dog's age. Don't you think more restaurants ought to serve corn on the cob? Oh, yeah. Smeared with butter? Is there anybody who doesn't love good corn? Let me ask again. Is there anybody? Oh, I, I thought that was kind of like a... Uh, a rhetorical know. question. Yeah, exactly. It was, but... The sports leader. It's Friday, you bastard. I drive a Mercury that's three lanes wide. Oi! I can't see over the view because I'm three foot five. <laughs> Have a tank of oxygen to keep me alive. <laughs> My name is High. My name is High. My name is High. Got a coupon for Sun's Meat Juice, so I bought five. But the cash 
She had told me it was only for the larger size. I walked away in disgust after farting in line. Cause my name is Hi. My name is Hi. My name is Hi. Went to the oily boy for dinner at five. The soup was cold, the Dr. Brown's, all they had was lime. So when they handed me the check, I left them a dime. Cause my name is Hi. My name is Hi. My name is Hi. My condo sets the rules that I live by. No younger than 92, but still alive. No Tories in the pool, but diapers are fine. Cause my name is High, my name is High, my name is High. Oh, he's right. That's the uh, fake uh, high. That's the old high. I'm looking for, I got a, uh, here it is from the fake Jeff High. I got an email. We know it's not the real one because he's too busy sending out emails to everybody about Joe Bell got fired at QAM. Ho, ho, ho. Now, did you used to work at Cheap Channel Flea? Is that what you were telling me? Yeah, I worked at Zeta for three years. Zeta? Boy, that was a great station when I was there. I heard. And then afterward, it went into the crapper, and then all of a sudden it became, what is it now? What do they call it? It's mega. It's kind of a Hispanic. Oh, Smegma. Yeah. Is that the one? Smegma 94.9? That's it. I'll be damned. Boy, we sure had it going on that uh, place. And then Tim Williams said, well, we'd rather be a safe number three than uh, yada, yada, yada. You know, what a moron. Neil wakes me up in the morning. Safe number three, my ass. Tim Williams, one of the dumbest people on the globe. Drinking my coffee, Those are the days, baby. Captain Dave, the bird. Jeff High, the fake Jeff High, says, I know you pay as little attention to what they do during the breaks as possible. That is correct on the Internet, especially on the Internet feed. But you just got to hear the double orgasm that Penis Face Zagaki and Dumb Bailey Jr. were having at the end of what I was assumed was last weekend's game. I haven't heard sounds like that since I was given the privilege and honor of viewing the Fat Chris Jolly Joe sex tape where Jolly Joe was dressed as Benito Mussolini and Fat Chris was dressed in drag as Ava Brown. <laughs> I kept waiting for Josh Darrow to bounce into the room dressed as Adolf, but I guess it was his day off. Seriously, the unintelligible screaming from both of these men that passes for sports broadcasting is beyond unprofessional and horrific. Now, what, did you just send me this? I didn't send you anything. Tony Viscardi called me today from Waxy. And yada, yada, yada. I don't understand what this is all about. Who is this from? From High Boy to Joe Bell? You sent me this? No, I didn't send you anything. So maybe the real Joe Bell sent me this? Could be. Let me see. Let me see. From, uh, yeah, it is from Joe Bell. Here's the email from the real High Boy. Joe, Tony Viscardi called me today from Wax. He asked me if I had heard if you were still at QAM. I called Peter while having Viscardi on hold. Peter said, no way. I told Viscardi. Who's Peter? I'm guessing maybe Peter, Peter Leonard. Leonard. Oh. Oh. I have the utmost respect for you and the great job you've done. Signed, Jeff. <laughs> and 
Anyway, getting back to the fake Jeff, which I'm sure is more entertaining than that real email that Jolly Joe sent me. Seriously, the unintelligible screaming from both of these men that passes for sports broadcasting is beyond unprofessional and horrific. I've never been a Hurricanes fan, but I never actively disliked them either. But the minute I hear these two ass clowns, the more I'm tempted to become a big-time University of Miami hater. Dumb Bailey in particular makes a grunting sound in the beginning of the second half of the clip, which ranks up there with Bill Zimfer's, damn it, it's a touchdown call during Marino's last game, the 63-7 to debacle against Jacksonville from 100 years ago. Yours in buffet land, Jeff High. The fake Jeff High. In other words, <laughs> that one. So Jolly Joe is in on the act now, too. The real Jolly Joe who has not been fired yet. Nobody can understand why, but he's still here. He's going to outlive a, He's going to outlast us all because he's saving the Beasley's lots of money, baby. No ratings, no uh, nothing. We got a lot of spots, though. Some of them are even paid spots. Not too many. The Dow's up only 130 now. Boy, it, was, it was, looked like it was going to really take off today, didn't it? No. No. We don't want to leave money on the table. It's Friday. I, I love the way they start talking about that, leaving money on the table. Well, what the hell does that mean? They talk such crap. It's like your money is all tied up in a bunch of stupid, meaningless cliches. Oh, it's a buying opportunity. Right. They are evil on CNBC, the gambling channel. They are evil. I'd much rather any day take my life savings and go to Woodbine. I could last probably a few weeks. Manny Lopez says, where are the grits at? Isn't grits on there? Oh, bad a boy, Manny. You've got to have them slow-cooked, taste like sand, good old southern grits on the pool. No? Manny in Tallahassee. Thanks, Manny. He's right. Grits. Adding it now. Lived in Tallahassee. He'd know about grits. Oh, SIB, by the way, is Schmidt in between, according to a guy named Neil. I never heard that. Did you? No. Nope. What, what does that mean, Schmidt in between? No idea. SIB. I don't even know what that means. I mean, I know what all three words mean individually, but... Big Mama's AC stolen. Police search for suspect. What does that mean? Mm. Why, why did somebody send me this story about somebody stole her air conditioner? Big Mama? I don't even know who the hell that is, nor do I care. Let's take up a collection and get some a new air conditioner for Big Mama. I think I'm going to be doing a Joyce here in a minute. I think Jolly Joe's email put me over the top, over the edge. In fact, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll do it over the edge. And then Fat Boy can come here and clean it up. He's, he's used to uh, cleaning up messes in there, although he, he doesn't usually clean it. He just leaves it for somebody else to clean up. Mm -hmm. He said, it don't matter unless it really splatter. Bill says, I'm going to be in Toronto in December for the Dolphin Bills game. I've never been there before. I was wondering what type of weather to expect. Cold. Cold and probably snow December 7th. And if there's anything to do, I'll be there for about so many days. What does it say? Some, something days. Yeah, find a find a bar and stay inside and keep warm. December seventh. I mean, it could be anything. It could be mild. It could be like today here. Sun is shining. It's a beautiful day. Not likely though. You think it might be cold on the seventh of December up north? Yeah, I think so. Think so. Yeah. Go to the CN Tower, okay? Take the elevator all the way to the top and then all the way back down. And by that time, your your trip here will be over with. It's fifteen already. It's going to be sixteen today. And then finally cooling off over the weekend. Our Indian summer is all over. 16 is 61. It's sunny. It's a beautiful day. 282 votes on the pool. We just got grits on there. I would think grits would give me the Schmitz. What, what are grits? Are grits like hash browns? No, grits no. are made from corn. Oh, corn? Yeah. I like corn on the cob, like I said before, but corn, what do they do with it? 
I don't know. I think it has to do with the husk of the corn and they grind it up. I was told by a corn farmer never to eat grits, so I don't. Why? Well, if a butcher grits tells me not to eat a piece of meat, I won't. SIB? Yeah, the SIB. What do you say? I don't eat grits. Oh. By the way, Zisco, who I thought was our friend, but obviously is not. Hey, Uncle Neil, can I have those club-level tickets? There are no club-level tickets. We don't want them. We're not giving them away. I'd be glad to give uh, Tick my address so he can mail them to me. I think he's a great guy. Portly Chris sounds cool, too. Anyway, I've never been to a Panther game. Was going to do that free tickets with a Florida license thing they're offering. That would be a good idea, Z. Of course, then you'd get some uh, crappy seats way up in nosebleed. But this would be a lot cooler. Thanks, guys, and happy birth week. From Zisco, who used to be my good friend until he started sucking around for free tickets. Can I have the tickets, Neil? Can I have the tickets? No. No. It's like doing biorhythms, you know? It doesn't require any uh, skill to get a bunch of freeloaders calling up for free tickets. Can I have the tickets, please? Here's one from Matt Lee Crew. It says you forgot mayonnaise on the pool. You want to put mayonnaise on there? Sure. Although mayonnaise is okay like in chicken salad and tuna salad, Jews eat that, but not like on, on a sandwich. Like a bologna sandwich with mayonnaise or a hamburger with mayonnaise. Oh, God. Talk about strictly for goyim. Drama Mayo's at the roller rink. What? Mayo is just gross. Drama at the roller rink. Wow, intriguing, it says. I talked to my mom in New Mexico yesterday for 20 minutes. She didn't men- mention the election. She and my stepdad were huge McCain supporters. At the end of the call, I said, so what do you think about the results? A little pause and then, oh, well, we'll see. Very quiet on the Republican side. Yeah, that's true. Even the emails I'm getting are like uh, nothing at all about that crap. Friday, you bastard. Oh. He's going away, Navarro. He's the cause of so much grief and sorrow. He yesterday, Navarro, Navarro. He's leaving tomorrow, but he's just a goose step away. Hey, Nick, you fairy. 11.30 at 5.60 WQAM. Happy Friday to you. Oh, God. That old deal. Oh, by the way, SIB is Sunny Isles Beach. Ah. I mean, where did that guy come up with that? Schmidt in between. What? Well, what is that? Never heard of that. No idea. Do you have any idea how much there is out there? Yes. And we're not even taking calls. Because Flea gets really surly when we start taking calls. That's right. You want to take one or two? Sure. Sure. Five six seven oh five sixty pound because we're coming to a halt on the uh, email. Oh, we got still got fifty thousand left over from the other day. Here's one that says Muzzletov on being sixty six. Boy, it sounds like we got a Jew jam going here. Thanks for twenty six years of laughs, bedtime stories, perspicacious observations, and highlighting the incompetence of radio station management. Oh, this is from Art Lefkowitz, the only Jew in Sebring. Thanks, Artie. Good old Artie. S I B Sunny Isles Beach. And somebody had us convinced there was Schmidt in between. I mean, you can make up anything you want. I'm, I'm just gullible, you know. When you get to be an old fool like me, you believe. Just like that email from Joe Bell. I don't I don't have any idea what's going on with him. It's so childish, so juvenile. Getting into a tinkling contest with Fat Boy. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Yeah, I must speak to Pat Burns. It burns. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, you know what today is, right? What? Luis Miguel concert. <laughs> You're not going to go? Where is it? Here in Miami. I forgot. Oh, yeah, I'm going to fly down to go to Luis Miguel You're in concert. Canada. I forgot. Yeah. 
Leo, esa es la singada manera. Yeah, okay. Speak it in English. Speak it in English. No pick it up on No pick it up on Cut the crapola. Boy, that just it gives me the willies when they start that crap. Okay, I'm, that's enough. Yeah, that's plenty. That was a nice little experiment there. We started out with, Hi, Ron! Hi, Ron! The Ron. And then we moved down from there. Like I was saying. And they're all, they're all whipped up about the election, you know? The fact that these people voted. That was up just uh, just a hair over 100 now. It's it's dropping. It was up over 200. It looked like it was going to be a really beautiful sunny day in America. Sunny here. Paul says, thought today couldn't get any better with Obama winning. And then you play Rick Sanchez singing One in a Million You. I laughed out loud for five minutes. All I need now is a hot corned beef on rye. And then even South Florida would be tolerable. Hot corned beef on rye, definitely not for Goyam. Although Goyam do like Jew food, that's the interesting part of it, when you turn it around. And Schwartz is like Jew food, too. Boy, you go into a deli in Detroit, like Lou's Finer Deli on Six Mile, probably not there anymore. They used to be a real mixed crowd, you know, real mixed. Lots of dark folks, lots of white folks, lots of Jews, lots of Goyam. That's a mixed crowd for you. No Punjabi, though, I don't think. <laughs> what? Punjabi? See, you don't know what that means. No. People from India. There's a there's a region in India called Punjab. But I don't think you have to be from that region. For my my Lebanese uh, cab driver calls all the Indian guys Punjabi. The uh, cab drivers, limo drivers, Punjab. And I still say that I want I want the concession for um, killing the bugs under the turbans. Oh my God! Spray that thing, okay? Give it a little spritz. Richard in Coral Springs says just a short note to wish you the happiest of birthdays. As a product of the 60s, having seen the worst of what man can offer and the best that man can offer, I can say from the bottom of my heart, I'm more proud today of the American people than I have been in the 48 years of my life. Today, finally, we can stay with hope and renewed optimism that the Constitution works, that it is a living and breathing document, no matter how many times George Bush tries to wipe his ass with it, no matter how hard they try the neo-fascist uh, something of his lowness and followers regime, we're unable to completely destroy the very fabric from which it was written. I congratulate the American people for finally rising above hatred, above being dumbed down, and for selecting somebody who can bring the needed change to the problems we face. Happy birthday again, Neil. May you have many, many more good health. Richard and Coral Springs. Thank you, Dick. Boy, it is stuffy in here, man. I've got to crack the window open again. Don't let me forget. Okay. During the break. Crack it. So let's see. They ripped Georgian ass. It was at the roller rink last night. I, I just, I just don't get it. Which part? Any of it? Well, what, what, I mean, you know, what's that all about? Ripping them or being at the roller rink? Being at the roller rink. Yeah, I don't ripping get that him, I understand. Do you understand it, Fatso? I mean, he does. It I can for, just see you and you Jolly know, Joe at whatever. the roller rink. What? No. I said he does it for, uh, you know, the exercise and uh, getting away from the wife, I think. But... Oh, yeah, exercise. That must be why he's in such good health all the time. <laughs> exercise my ass. Well, can you imagine how bad it would be if he wasn't skating? Kidnappers in Mexico City killed a five-year-old boy by acid injection after discovering they were sought by police. Four suspected kidnappers, including a woman and a 17-year-old boy who knew the victim's family, initially sought a $34,000 ransom after kidnapping the child October 26th. 
When they found out they were sought by the police, they decided to take the victim to a hill where they killed him and buried him. He was killed with an injection of acid. Isn't that lovely? That's the Mexican effing way, baby. Yeah, that's nice. I'm not going there. I don't care how many goofballs try to talk me into going there. I'm not going to Mexico. I'll, I'll take your word for it. I can get wild diarrhea many other ways. Butter the bun. How about butter? I mean, butter in and of itself isn't for going, but butter like on, on buns. Right? I like butter on buns. You do? Yeah. You're telling me that Jews put butter on buns? No, I, don't, I can't speak for Jews, but I like butter on buns. What do you mean you can't speak for Jews? I can't speak for all Jews. Are you laying out now? All of a sudden you're... Uh, are, you're I, I understand you hang around with Joe Bell so much. You have to pretend to be a goy. <laughs> now, who did you tell me? Oh, that's right. Adam, Adam Cooper. Now, how did that show go yesterday? Did we get any spy reports? Uh, I don't know. Between 4 and 7. Mad Dog wasn't on yesterday, and they had... D.A. and Coop. D.A. and Adam Cooperstein. Must have gone over really well because I see he made the schedule again this weekend, tomorrow. Ten to one, we got Curtis and Danny Cannell. And one to three thirty, the beast in Adam Cooperstein. The beast in Coop. Oh, this business putting the beast on there. Oh, that's right, it's before some stupid college football games. Alabama LSU and Cal at USC. We got college football day on Saturday. What, what's that all about? Mm-hmm. I guess that's to replace the Keynes game, who plays on Thursday, right? Yep. I, I do, Well, that's part of Joe Bell's wall of football. Did he ever talk to you about the wall of football? No. no. Tear down that wall, Mr. Bell. Lissette says, happy birthday. I hope you have a fantastic day. I'm ecstatic about Obama's huge win. What a great day in our country's history, yada, yada, yada. P.S. I was trying to listen to you on the radio while running errands this morning. It's horrible. You can't hear anything with all the static. Listening to you on the Internet's the only option, says Lissette. How do you like that, Joe Bell? Instead of worrying about fat-ass Jeff High so much, maybe you ought to go out and pee on the uh, ant- on the tower or something. God. It's Fatwa Friday, you bastards. Uh, oh, may I be helping you today? Hey, would you please to be having a blue slurpee? G-G. We are having a sale on cameras. R-A-G-G. We have had about many flavors. Rag. I'm afraid that is not decent. Oh, no. R-A-G-G-A-G-A-D-A. Okay, I'm telling you everything. E- My skin may be brown, but inside I'm pink. Yes, it's true, we put our women in bags. It is only because they smell so bad. You can blame a group reactions of a group, but we don't all drink our wee wee. It smells like our poop. Until noon at 560 WQM. Here's one from Michael and Boca, who evidently, uh, I don't know. What are you trying to say, Mike? I have no life. Hi, Neil. I've always wondered how your home studio in Canada is set up. Do you have people working with you there, or are you by yourself? Oh, I've got a staff of hundreds here, Mike. Just me. Uh, Just me in my nice little studio. Nobody here to potsky around with the equipment to screw up all the settings, to, to break stuff. Just lucky me. You. Yeah. 
Captain Singh is back again. What a birthday present you got, Uncle Leal. Enjoy it. This was after the election. It says, I listened to Jimmy Syphilis, Manny Munoz, while driving to the store this morning. Can't believe how unbelievably stupid they are. Never again will I make the mistake of turning on WIOD. Good going, Captain. Finally, we'll be getting brand new President Obama 08 t-shirts this evening. Anyone can stop by. Mindy's News at 209 71st Street, Corner Collins and 71st Miami Beach. Our good friend Captain Singh, looking for a little free plug there, and he got it. A little bit late, perhaps, but nevertheless, better late than never. Nick says, why do all your board ops speak the same style as George? Oh, this is from the fake Nick Lawrence. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. I have no idea. Like monotone? Like mumbling? I don't know what that means. Fake Nick Lawrence. Stupid Nick. Well, I, it's a good thing I got a whole pile here from a Wednesday. Hey, did you crack it? What are you talking about? The window. The window. Yeah. Okay. I cracked it. Oh, here's one. Happy birthday, Neil. Two days. Long time listener, you're still a D-bag. Okay. Jerome. Thanks, Jerome. I love the way you spell douche. D-U-S-C-H-E. All right. Ducci bag. Well, he knows we can say that on the air. Ducci bag. Happy birthday, Neil, says David. What could be better than a watching these evil SOBs get their asses kicked by a terrorist, Islamist, socialist, communist, pinko community organizer? I'm very proud to be an American today. Only two months and 15 days of this evil regime left, thank God. Oh, count the minutes. The Bush-Cheney regime. The evildoers. OFPNL receives okay to pass along a billion dollars in cost. I thought you'd be pleased to know that. The state will allow FPL to pass at least a billion dollars in cost to customers starting in January. After a three-day hearing, the state PSC yesterday postponed a decision on whether to also allow FPL to charge customers for $220 million in nuclear cost and part of its proposed $7 billion in fuel and purchase power costs. Well, no problem. You want a billion bucks? Here you go. Anything for you folks, F. Florida Plunder and Loot. Here's Larry. He says, I listened to Jim Maddich Tuesday. He spoke like a real person. He said, all I want is everyone to vote and support whoever wins. He also said he's proud of his son who voted Democrat. Even though he preached being a Republican, he made up his own mind. I have a lot of respect for Jim, but Jimmy C. is a complete a-hole. Jimmy Syphilis. Yeah. Jimmy Syphilis. Total a-hole. I think it's only appropriate that he went to work for the uh, enemy. Even though we carry the games, you know. The fish. Mm -hmm. It's only appropriate that he went to work over there. Oh, Timothy says, my wife is Jewish, her sister and husband, my brother-in-law, are here with me, and they unanimously agree that beef stew is pot roast. And they all had chicken pot pie for kids, for whatever that's worth. So, because it's in the store, that's all. That doesn't make it for Jews. Chicken pot pie? Pot pies are incredibly for Goyim. And where are pot pies really big? The Brits. Right? I guess. Me, I'm dumb as um, I'm a dumb ex-goy. So what do I know? Says, but I love that tongue. Depends on what you do with it. Says Tim B. Ah, okay, Tim. Pot pie. Oh, God. You you can smell the a part of Jesus inside every pot pie. Did you know that? A little piece of Jesus. Three hundred twenty-two votes on the poll, excluding pork and shellfish. What's the most goyish of food? WTF 64. What the, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if that's a good idea, put that on the poll every day. It's, it's, it's just like, uh, I hate this poll. It's yep. the same thing. It's people that don't want to have an opinion or people too stupid to understand the question.
Spam, 45. Biscuits and gravy, 44. String bean casserole, 30. Pickled eggs, 26. Fried chicken, 25. Oh, no more chicken, please. Catfish, 16. Sloppy Joe's, 15. Scrapple, 13. Slim Jim's, 12. I, I still don't buy that. I don't believe it. I've eaten enough Slim Jim's to sink a battleship in my life. Beef stew, 10. Chicken pot pie, 8. Say what? What? Little Cartman. Saying what? No, Jenny, this is my pot pie. Grits, seven. Bread pudding, five. Oh, I just farted so bad I want to pass out. As long as it wasn't on the air. Mayo, one. And cornbread, one. Oh, no, God forbid that. Jolly Joe is in touch with us today. He's keeping abreast of the Jeff High situation. The fat boy situation. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff he gets involved with. Stuff that, you know, gets us nowhere. Stuff that's a total waste of time. Protest rallies and three separate legal challenges are currently underway in response to the passage in California of Proposition 8, which outlaws same-sex marriage. According to CNN's Kieran Chetry, it seems as though no matter what the outcome of the challenges, the 18,000 existing same-sex marriages will remain intact because California's Attorney General says that the constitutional amendment is not retroactive. However, CNN legal analyst Sonny Hostin told Chetri, the law is really unclear here. Everybody's all over the place. Some lawyers said, when you look at the language of Prop 8, it's very clear it was meant to be retroactive. Another law professor I spoke to said, that is absolutely fundamentally ridiculous. The bottom line is this is a fundamental right that was given to couples, and this is a right that is not going to be given away. I think we're going to see a lot of litigation here, Hostin concluded. Everyone is in legal limbo. She suggested the California Supreme Court, which allowed these marriages in the first place, will weigh in, but that the constitutionality of Prop 8 may ultimately have to be decided by the U.S. Supreme Court, by those fascist bastards. And why almost nobody talked about more Supreme Court justices during the election, I have no idea. That's all we need is one or two more Antonin Scalia's on there. Oh, my God. And Clarence Token Thomas. That's all we need. You can kiss your ass goodbye. Okay, let me go back to this pile of 50,000 from Wednesday. Oh, there's just hundreds of them here. Isn't that good? Mm-hmm. Even though it's Friday and it's a little anticlimactic. Uh, hey, I got us through the week. Yeah, that's right. Keep them coming in. Maybe I can read them until uh, February. And then, of course, March 1st is the anniversary show, so they don't care about that, though. Now, what is this? Good morning, Neil. I've emailed you previously defending my newly adopted home city of Philadelphia from one of your uneducated listeners. And I must say, I had to fly to Chicago for a business trip on Tuesday. And luckily, I stayed at the Blake Hotel on South uh, something or other, on South Dearborn Street, walked four blocks to Grand Park. And yada, 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 yada. Thanks for all the laughs and listening to you is one of the family traditions. Just two questions. Is Charlie Crist really a fairy? And should Obama bomb the Saudis? Yes to both. From Jesse... There was, there was more to it than that, but it was just unbelievably ponderous. If you think the part that I read was boring. Thanks, Jesse. Neil, a number of items on the pool. Fried chicken grits are African-American food. Are black folks considered goyim? Of course. Are black folks considered goyim? Goyim <laughs> are any people who are not Jews, okay? Are black folks considered goyim? All but Sammy Davis, Jr. Just ask Jesse Jackson when he goes to Town if black folks are considered goyim. There was Jesse sniffling and crying. He makes me want a caca. Grits, if you could imagine such a thing as a creamy version of corn muffin, but not as good. Kind of like farina made from cornmeal instead of wheat. 
I don't know many Jews who eat fish and chips. Do you? Oh, that's a good one. Get that on there, fish and chips. I want my computer restarts. I will. Candle lighting for Shabbos tonight is 4.43 in Toronto. It says, oh, yeah, I'll be sure in uh, Davin tonight. I'm going to pray over my candles. My grandma, every Friday night, she would like Davin or she'd light the candles and uh, wave her hands around, you know. It's like people who do that at the slot machine. Have you ever seen that? No, thankfully. You've never seen that? They smear their hands over the uh, glass? Oh, yeah, yeah, It's like kind of to, like, stop the thing like from rolling? Like mumbo-jumbo. No, it's like putting a, putting a positive uh, hex on the machine. Like playing with the spirits of the uh, evil machine, man. You never seen that? I don't. And think on so. Wheel of Fortune, that's got like the big wheel on top. They'll get up in there, like wave there when if they get a spin, they'll wave their hands around over the uh, wheel, like that's going to have. You're playing against the computer, you morons. What is wrong with you? Allah and Jesus and Yoshki and all and Moses, they're not going to influence where the damn thing stops, okay? That's like that one guy with the long index finger. Oh, I wonder where that thing's been. And he does the same thing every time he plays. Every time. You know, there's three wheels, and he'll like, the wheels are spinning, and he'll point at the first one, point at the second one, and then point at the third one. And they never match. They never, ever match. Maybe they know that his finger's been in somebody's, Rectum. probably his own, too long. Well, why do I mean, I realize people are superstitious. Like, okay. I, have my, I have my favorite urinal at uh, Woodbine. Now, what if someone's in it when you go to use Well, it? I mean, if you got to pee real bad, you're, you're certainly not going to hang around. If, if there's a bunch of other ones empty, how stupid does it look to stand there and wait till some guy's finished taking a leak, you know? No, I'm not that superstitious. Oh, okay. But, like, the, uh, the main tea room, the big one up, uh, well, I can't tell you where it is because you don't know the place. But anyway, uh, there's, like, five, I think, five urinals. Okay. And the one in the middle. You know, with two on each side. The one in the middle is my, that, that's my superstitious one. That if I, if I get to pee in that one, I'm going to win. Of course, I, I peed in it twice yesterday. I still lost my ass. Oh, well. Maybe I just didn't pee on the right angle or something. Maybe you took it too many times. Yeah, that's the it. Take this. This is Brady Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour.
Barack Obama now. Now go to the polls. La 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 Happy Friday to you. Let's see. Nothing in the view right now in the Outlook Express. Good thing I still have 6,000 left over from Wednesday. I think the song you're looking for is Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. Everybody Hurts, Sometimes Everybody Cries. Remember I was talking about Every Day You Have to Cry by Steve Alimo? Yes. Not Everybody Hurts. Not R.E.M. Not uh, longtime Haitian listener listening on the web from Dacula, Georgia. D-A-C-U-L-A. Hmm. Or is that Dacula? Or Dracula? Sure. Not huh? heard of it. I didn't either. Dacula, Georgia. Hmm. Elaine says, what an amazing day in history today is. This was on Wednesday. Not only did Barack Obama get elected, it's also your birthday. Happy birthday from a long-time listener. Enjoy your birthday on this momentous day. Thanks, Elaine. I mean, I realize these are all dated now, but uh, there were so many zillions of them. And I think everybody who took the time to send this crap, I mean, these nice messages, sure as hell beats the stuff we got today. Most of which was just nasty anger and hate directed at everybody. From Flea to George to me to Fat Chris to Jolly Joe. My God. You can smell the hate in the air. You can, you can, you can, it's palpable. Whatever the hell that means. You gotta have some thick skin to work on this show. You have to have some foreskin. That's what George said. That was up 183. Matt says, happy birthday. What a present. Last night, Fox had live video of the party out front of the White House, and somebody lifted a sign that said, evict Bush now. Brett Hume was caught off guard and said, I'm sure that person is in the minority. Gordon Liddy on America Right Radio sounds like there's been a, tra- a worldwide tragedy. Long-time listener, Matt from Michigan. Thanks, Matt. See you at Jackson Harness Raceway next summertime. Boy, they sure run a limited meet there. Brad Kramer won four races at the Northfield Downs last night. You care about that? No. No. Hit him again, Brad. Beat the crap out of him. Boy, there was an interesting uh, thing on biography uh, on Northern Dancer. And it's the first time I ever saw on the biography channel the life story of a horse, the greatest Canadian racehorse of all time, Northern Dancer. And they showed, I mean, why do they do this? They showed him mounting the mirror, you know, when he was uh, breeding. Hmm. Do you want to see horses mounting each no, other? No, not really. Oh, I changed the channel so fast. I don't know how long that went on, but I don't. I don't want to see that. And because he was such a little horse, they said they had a they had a cut a hole in the wall, in the stall, and put the mirror on the other side so he could like reach. You know what I'm saying? Ugh. Yeah. I mean, these are things that we know go on, you know, like in the animal kingdom and uh, sometimes in the subhuman kingdom. But we don't want to see it. At least I sure don't. God. Happy birthday, Neil, from Brett, your big gay firefighter fan. It says we might not have beat Amendment 2, but at least we got Obama. Maybe someday people will stop voting based on their religious views and start voting for what's right. My big gay firefighter fan, Brett. Thanks, Brett. Tracy said, you are the best. I voted yesterday in Orleans Parish, which went for Obama 79%. That was, of course, totally uh, something by the right-wing conservative vote in the rest of the state. 
I don't know what that means. And there's a ton of uh, super racist comments on the local news station's website. And these idiots reelected Dollar Bill Jefferson, who will soon be indicted on as many and varied counts of ethics violations. From Louisiana, third world and proud of it. Thanks, Tracy. And get the hell out of there while they're getting it still good. The old codger says, happy birthday, and you love the show. You're almost as old as me. I hope you're enjoying the brief honeymoon after Obama's huge win. It won't be long before the right-wing lunatic fringe comes out in full force once again. And now that Obama's won, are you going to take it a little bit easier on Rachel Maddow? No, I'm not. What has it got to do with whether he won or lost? Despite what you say, she kicks ass and is nothing at all like Randy. Howard! God. Then again, why should you change now? Maybe the Democrats will have the FCC get off Joyce's ass and she'll let you play those fart sounds again, one can only hope. That's what it's all about, the fart sounds, Codger. Right? Mm-hmm. Now it's still up 185. And we got 358 votes on your pool. I think we can do, I don't know, 450. No, 400. I say for, uh, that'll do 10. 450. For what? 410. I'll go for 420. Will you shut up? Will you punch him in the head, Flea? <laughs> Jesus, God. You hear the sirens? They're coming to get you now. Wow, they're really loud today. Oh, you have the window cracked. Yeah, I got the window cracked. John says, listening online from Castro Valley, California, near San Francisco. I live 13 years in Palm Beach Gardens. Caught your show all the time. Have a great birthday. Thank you, John. Two days after the birthday, and we're still doing birthday stuff. Because there's nothing coming in today now. Once they got all the hate out of the way. Oh, wait a minute. Here's a couple. Oh, here's Shirley Yawn again. Jesse was the one who likes Philly and was offended when I said, it's a toilet waiting to be flushed. I lived in Center City, South Philly, in Overbrook, which is on the western edge by County Line Road. Since I've left, all of the little neighborhood stores have closed because the owners were held up at gunpoint. A pharmacist was killed, and an old lady was mugged walking to church. Used to be a good neighborhood, Jesse. It's all yours. Enjoy it, says Shirley. Shirley's pissed off and fired off about Philadelphia. Neil, the email said how he or she loved you and George's interaction for his Schmidt in between. Sunny Isles Beach is a turd. Also, I'm Welsh and never heard of pot pies until I moved here. Love you. Betcha, whatever that means, from Neil. Schmidt in between. Oh, that's the guy that sent us that Schmidt in between. And that made as much sense as whatever that thing is I just read. Pretty sad. Maybe we could uh, pretend that I'm having another birthday like tomorrow. How about Oh, on happy birthday again, Neil. Oh, this is wonderful. Greg says we may not yet have seen the last of Sarah Palin on the national stage. It appears that Senator Stevens will be reelected despite his recent conviction. I wonder if they ever finished counting damn votes in Alaska and uh, the runoff in Georgia, whether they're going to have it or not. Do we know? And whether they finished up with Missouri. Did you they, see finally finished, they finally finished with North Carolina. Yeah, I know. Obama won it. We had it on the show yesterday, schmuck. Shocker. Oh, yeah, I was out for a while. You know, I had forgotten that until you had to bring it up again. <laughs> Sorry. I had an important um, meeting. Yeah, important meeting, my ass. You already told us everybody just clowns around. Just a waste of time. Just yes. another excuse to sit around and act like morons. Yes. Anyway, it goes on about Sarah may do this. Well, we don't care. To hell with her, bitch. 
Pete from Bocas is happy birthday, Neil. Don't know if last night's results were the best gift for your birthday. It sure was for many of us who had pretty much given up on our democratic process. Today, for the first time in a long time, I really feel our system has half a chance. It was good to see so many something faces with hope in their eyes again. So many something faces. Oh, different faces. Obama may not be able to fix all the problems that our country faces, but on his first appearance as president-elect, he's already done more than any other president to change the way the old system operates. Obama's first speech was better than any other speech W gave in his entire terms. I'll say one thing for McCain. His concession speech was humble and gracious. The crowd, however, was less than gracious. Every time he mentioned Obama's name, the crowd booed and jeered. Well, what do you expect when they're calling him communista, terrorist, uh, you know? They're egging him all on during the campaign, and then when the election is over, oh, I don't understand why they're booing and getting all psychotic. Communist, terrorist, socialist, evildoer. This is a great day for our country and the world. We're about to embark on a journey that promises to change history. This is really a great time to be an American again, says Pete. There's only one thing I'm sure you will not enjoy about Obama's term in office. That'll be the lack of material that will offer your radio show. Once again, happy birthday. 60 more years, please. Oh, yeah. 60 more days, please. That's what I'm shooting for. 60 more days. That's my advice to all you young whippersnappers. Don't ever get old. Oh, I'll just say don't get married. No, well, I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's George's deal. Because he hates his wife like poison. He's got a horrible marriage. And he goes roller skating every Thursday night trying to, like, you know, cruising, up with for, uh, cruising for Quim. <laughs> you, hear, you hear that? You hear, you hear that noise that he makes? Like he's gagging on a piece of uh, beef stew. <laughs> I wish I had something to eat. Chew that meat. Chew it. Don't be swallowing chunks. Tell Flea that I'll miss him when George comes back. I like how he interacts with you, says uh, Fershke. Fershke. Who's probably like uh, kin to uh, Macy Pippick. Friday, you bastard. Every day I want to watch it on TV Iraq, Iraq We've nothing to lose It should take a day Let us just put an end to it Iraq, Iraq And see their cities don't exist. Put in thin air and tell that Saddam Hussein. We're really pissed. You're under my skin. That little piece of shh. Ain't getting away.
wake up and see their cities all blown to bits. I'll blow you, baby. And say that we're number one, top of the heat. We can't be beat again. We have won. WQAM. What do we got at 2 o'clock? We got Rock Solid. Here they go. Well, you stepped on the old uh, Schmidtmeister, SIB. Oh, here's here's one about Rachel Maddow. It says, if I were to have intimate relations with Rachel Maddow, would that be considered a gay experience? Ask Mike. It would be considered a gross experience, I think. But what do I know? And what do I care? 377 votes on Fat Chris's poll. Now, what were you saying? What were you babbling before when I was trying to talk? I don't remember. The Dow is up 148 points. Aloysius McGill- McGillicuddy. I can't believe I could say that. Can you? Aloysius McGillicuddy. I wish you could see the way it's spelled. I've got nothing to say, but I didn't want to face a potential backlash for not emailing you to wish you a happy birthday. So, happy birthday and many happy returns. Sure. Joe says, what a birthday present. A new president that can move people with his words and pronounce them correctly. I just turned 66 in September, it says. Still have all my senses, unlike George Bush. Glad to see the third generation Cubans voted Democratic. Oh, there's a fax coming in. must be from you guys. Nope. It's not? No, I didn't send anything. Don't tell me it's another ad fax. Boy, the sirens are going wild here. Fire truck, wow. Voicemail marketing. Woo! From Voice Logic in Toronto. Thank you so much, but no thanks. Dow's up 144. It's been like in a, uh, you know, trading in a, what do they call it? In a range, in a trading range. Between 120 and 180, 140, 200. Okay. In a range. Happy birthday, old man, says uh, Andres. Uncle Neil, how does it feel to be 66? I turned 29 yesterday. Don't do it. Don't get, uh, don't uh, get old. I've been listening for a couple of years now, and my Uncle Charlie's been listening for over 15 years. I met you a long time ago when you were on WYOD. You were Joe Robbie Stadium with Dolphin Fan Day. I got your autograph, and you were standing there with the brainstem, Don Shula. Danny Boy was there, too. No, I was, uh, I was never there with the brainstem or Danny Boy. You had a huge cigar in your mouth, puffing away with your hair combed to the side. I still got that pick. Now I listen to Neil God every day online on my computer and in the truck. Keep it coming, Neil. You're the best in the market, you fairy. Go, Obama. We did it. It was historical. P.S. If you win at Woodbine, run like a son of a bitch. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen again anytime soon. I think I had my lucky streak. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. David says, happy birthday from Colorado Springs. I've been listening since 1984. I'm so happy to still be able to listen on the Internet. Thank you, David. Boy, thank God I got about 6,000 of these. Boy, because it's really slim and grim what's going on there today. 
That's because Flea is back with us. Killing it. They hate you. Oh, here's one. Happy belated 66th. Al, I heard this morning on the Today Show that bullies have different brains than others. Apparently, they are wired to get pleasure when they see suffering. You think Republicans have a similar brain wiring problem? I don't want to absolve them of responsibility for the suffering they've caused. Maybe they can't help it. It makes them feel too damn good. Your loyal listener and now chronic emailer, oh, Dr. Al. Oh, that's Dr. Al who said yesterday. I have no line. Uh-huh. Thanks, Dr. Al. 379 on the pool. Excluding pork and shellfish, what is the most popular Goyesha food? WTF 71. Biscuits and gravy 52. Spam 47. String bean casserole 35. Pickled eggs 30. Fried chicken 29. Catfish 21. Sloppy Joe 17. Scrapple 16. Slim Jim 16. Grits 12. Oh, the thought of eating grits gives me the SIB. Chicken pot pie 11. Beef stew 10. Bread pudding 5. Mayo 4. Fish and chips 2. And cornbread still only has 1. I don't know about cornbread. Well, it's a southern thing. Huh? Right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Cornbread's pretty good. Cornbread's great. Speaking of something really good with butter on it? Yeah. Mmm. Pamela says, I've listened to you for years dating back to the old days when Steve Kane and Alice Rantel were on the air here. Wish you many more birthdays. I think I read that one yesterday. That's okay. In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the trash and dig out all the ones from the last two days and read those over again. Because there's very little slim, speaking of slim, Jim, slim and none coming in today. Slim and grim. Justin says, how the hell can Ted Stevens win in Alaska? The guy was convicted of a crime, a felony no less, and still wins in that backward state. What are those idiots thinking? I guess I shouldn't be shocked they did vote for Sarah. And the little baby. Don't forget that little baby. The little baby they tossed around like a football. Let me say it again in case you missed the beginning of the show. Brady Quinn looked as hot as a hot tamale last night. My God. Played a damn good game, too, but the Browns have no defense, and they lost to a girls' team, Denver, and a girls' quarterback, Jay Cutler, who looks like an ugly little kid. Doesn't he? Yes. He's strange, really strange. Pete and Kendall says, I'm so happy to admit I was wrong when I wrote a couple of months ago predicting America and its racist underbelly would rise and defeat Obama. That was before the economy tanked. However, I still think Gramps McCain would have prevailed otherwise. Nevertheless, the pain and suffering are over. Soon we can all wish good riddance to George Bush. His legacy has been the worst, the most inept president in modern history. And if former L.A. prosecutor Vincent Bellosi had his way, Bush conceivably could be prosecuted for murder, which would be far better punishment than impeachment ever would have been. Amen, Pete and Kendall. Fry his ass. Him and Dick Cheney. Put them both on death row, along with the Rumsfeld, Rummy Rumsfeld. Jay says, from a chronic from way back when, have a great birthday. These are from a Wednesday. And here it's Friday. I'm still, re- I'm still getting caught up. See what I meant when I said thank God for all those four. Fa- and, of course, we already tried the phones today. And uh, yeah. we'll, blame, uh, we'll blame Lee on that. Yeah, it's my fault. Yeah, that, that was your idea, too. Oh, let's take a few calls. Hi, Ron. Hi, Ron. That was what started, and it got much worse from there. Hi, Ron. And two days after my 66th birthday, I certainly want to thank Jolly Joe Bell for doing everything in his power to destroy everybody's life, including mine. Lori in Baltimore says, I'm glad the American electorate gave you and all of us the best birthday present ever. Maybe now there's a glimmer for hope of the future. And I can't get over how Obama won Florida. I feel like Al Gore, the real president, has finally been avenged. No more McCain, no more Caribou Barbie, and in a couple months, no more Bush. 
I hope this is the best birthday you've ever had. I wish you many more. Thank you for many years of keeping me sane and happy for four hours every day, says Lori in Baltimore. Thanks, Lori. Kathy says, it was a great night for Obama, but it was distressing to see that homophobia is alive and well. I hope the fact that my husband is black gives me permission to say I think it was a case of too many ignorant Negroes going to the polls to vote for Obama. How do you like that, ignorant Negroes? I was standing in front of an old black fart who, after reading Amendment 2, said, well, that's what the Bible says. And, of course, that's true. I would have confronted him if I could have done so without embarrassing my son. It would be nice if we could teach black folks that discrimination against gays is still discrimination. You don't have to read this email, Neil. It's kind of depressing, and I'm actually ecstatic that so many states turned blue this time. I love you more than I can tell you, but no puppy for you, Neil, says Kathy. Well, what does that mean, no puppy? <laughs> no idea. Oh, that's right. There's going to be a puppy in the White House. Don't you remember that was in his speech? For the kids, there's going to be a puppy waiting for the kids in the White House. Oh, yeah. You didn't think that was like touching? Mm. You are so cold and just... Uh... The sports leader! Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. Looking bald and sweaty. Look at my sweaty ass. You sure are sweaty. Every hour I need a bath. Take a bath. Now the sunshine cooks my head. I'm hot! My eyes are filling with pouring sweat. Are you hot? This is where I burn up. Sweating bullets. I think the other man should shut up. Shut up, bad boy! If the seed was ever in doubt It's unholy hot You're gonna know it when the AC is out Sweat I do anything to just feel cool Dirt I jump naked in a fine green pool Ordinarily I'd ask real nice Please Right now I'd kill a penguin for his eyes I wonder if I should take That is hot Another shower on my morning break She's hot. I better not, cause I swear again. Unbearably hot. There's not a dry spot on my skin. No, oh, oh, oh. I'm not dry. Every part of me is dripping like a sick heart. My ass is steaming hot, red, and I sing hardcore. It's hard to take it. I am baking. To fight, to fight. Every part of me is sweating like a sick heart. My ass is steaming hot. Off our naked bodies. Call 32 at 560. We didn't get one spy report about yesterday's DA and uh, Coop show. Mad Dog's back today, by the way. Thank God, 4 to 7. But yesterday we had uh, DA and Coop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, how come we're not getting any uh, feedback? Any Maybe feedback? nobody uh, was listening. And why would you say something like that? You know, I don't understand how Joe Bell tolerates you. I know. He gives good massages, probably. <laughs> Sounds like jealousy to me, Fatso. Not at all. So, in other words, he's encroaching on your territory? Not at all. I don't, I don't want to say what your territory emails. might be. Rectum. You and the Fat Jolly Joe, but... Not at all. Steve in Jersey said, missed yesterday's show. Not sure if anyone commented on Obama's win being a great blow for breaking the race barrier, but a pretty schmitty result for those who simply wanted to spend their lives with someone of their own sex, especially from blacks in California voting overwhelmingly to ban same-sex marriages. It may be a new day, but not a good one for all. Nice job by Chris and Flea in the QM studio in Miami this week. Any pictures of George at the rink, please? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good God, Steve. Please get a life. I have no life. 
I think you need to keep the WTF on the polls. It's the listeners' feedback on the poll question and should be kept. Keep up the great stuff, says Stephen Joyce. Thanks, Steve. No pictures of George at the roller rink. Great job by Kristen Nafli in the studio this week. Wow. Believe that? No. Yes. I sure don't. Of course. Well, you do, yeah. We were great. <laughs> You want to finish the show? No. Well, you said you were great. No, I was doing our 388 part. rhymes with great. That's what we got on our poll. Cornbread's still only got one. Fish and Chips has got a couple. Fish and Chips. See, that's British uh, crap again. Yep. Oh, the Brits with those nasty, nasty, crooked teeth. And horrible food. Stained teeth from all that chain smoking. And, of course, in Europe, they smoke those real heavy-duty uh, faggots loaded with, like, extra nicotine, you know, to make sure that your teeth are, like, almost black. Oh, God. George in Daytona said, take a look at the electoral map. Notice how you can get from one red state to all the others without passing through blue. They're all connected except for, of course, Palinaska. United? Hardly. We are five countries, four of which have diplomatic relations. And may Palin's 15 minutes be up. Amen to that. Get rid of that bitch already. Trailer trash. Oh, I thought Africa was a country. <laughs> Dumber than sawdust. And, you know, people ought to be just screaming about that. That was shocking. Was it really? I mean, we knew. in other words, we knew she was a moron and really stupid. But how could anybody be quite that stupid? I don't know what the vice president does, to be honest with you. <laughs> Here's one from Joe. Happy birthday to you. I watched CNN mostly last night, but decided to watch Fox leading up to Obama's speech. They looked depressed as if the Reagan era just ended and all voter suppression failed. JFK did say that in about 40 years he believed we'd have a black president. Not only is Barack black, but he'll be a real president who won't continue to read my pet goat when his nation's under attack. Obama will stand up to his foes with a strong diplomacy rather than heated contempt. His success reflects on how disastrous this Bush era has been and the prestige we once had during the Kennedy and Clinton years are going to be restored. I can now pull my American flag from the attic and put it to good use for the first time in eight years. The flag will once again stand for our America and not just for the corrupt and flat-earth mindset, says Joe, who's pissed off and fired up. Good riddance to W's administration, and that's rotten to the core. Hopefully, Palin hits the wall real soon. Yeah, let's uh, throw her against the wall. What do you say? Sure. That was up 132, by the way. Ray said, did you see how Palm Beach County did their best yesterday? Uh, listen, it's all over. This was sent on Wednesday, day after Election Day. What's the matter with those idiots in Palm Beach County? Obama won Palm Beach County, County very handily. It was not a big problem. Quit. All, some of these people, it's like neurotic repetition. They just want to continue doing the same kvetching over and over. Ah, oh, what's wrong with them up there? What's wrong with those people? They're so stupid. Yeah. Cut the crap, Ray. The election's over. Ed says, long-time listener from Orlando. Remember Orlando? Oh, my God. You don't remember Orlando. No, oh, God. That's him. And this is also him. <laughs> Thanks for all the laughs and tips. I love the loft. You are the best. Says Ed. He loves the loft. It's good food. How come Ponytail didn't call in to wish me happy birthday on Wednesday or send me a thing, huh? And when's Wayne Arnold's going to be reopening? Pretty soon, I would think. Did Joe Bell's package ever show up? No, I keep mm. checking the mailbox, but his package didn't show up. Mm. He never said anything about a package. And by the way, don't start talking about Joe's Bell's, Joe Bell's package because Chris will, Chris will get really jealous. Not at all. <laughs> Very much. Not at all. Now, are you guys going to help me with this uh, chopping off on these damn emails on the right? 
Every one I get is chopped off on the right margin. When you print it out? Yeah. I mean, I know Georgia's tried to help you, and I don't know what else to offer. Oh, when you stop, that's why I'm asking you, Georgia, you know, he's got this whole thing about how you have to transfer it over to something else, and then, oh, I, yeah, I don't have... Yeah, he's saying to transfer to, uh, like, Word or something right, like that. Right, I don't have time to do that when you got 80 million emails like we had on Wednesday. Who's got time to do that? He is such a knucklehead. And the reason he does that is because he doesn't know the answer. Maybe somebody in the audience knows the answer. Every time I pr pr print out your emails from Outlook Express, the, uh, a word or two in the right-hand margin gets chopped off. And I've got the margins. I've been through that setting the margins thing a million times. I've got them set as wide as they'll go. Yeah, so I don't know what else. What about you, Flea? You're not a computer maven. Huh? No, I have no idea. What about that moron uh, Josh Cordes? I haven't seen him today. Good. He's probably across the street playing uh, playing pocket jockey, jockey with the Stugats. Oh no, that's Clarence that plays pocket jockey with Stugats. They put their pants, their hands in each other's pants. Now let's see. This one is. Uh, and the reason I said that is because this one especially is. It says, as you probably guessed, I'm ecstatic from somebody, Annie. There'll be a brain in the White House after eight years of a president who not only could not have a sentence that contained a non-adjective and verb, but was also breaking so many constitutional laws. Critical thinking is back. Women's rights. The Supreme Court will be protected from religious zealots who are bent on controlling both. A preemptive war. Millions of people with no health insurance. No environmental policy. I could go on and on. But don't do it, Annie. The election's over. The evangelicals were satisfied for a while. That's all that mattered. Oh, yeah, those good religionists. Kill a bunch of people. That's what they have throughout history. That's where the area of expertise lies. Killing people. Killing and maiming and shooting and hunting. The red states have narrowed. There's not one I would visit all expenses paid. Bye-bye, Sarah. Off to Alaska with you. And take the dude, Joe the plumber, with you. And Tito the construction worker. And please take Jew Lieberman with you, too. Now, I never saw any thing, any follow-up on what happened with Jew Lieberman yesterday. Did you? No. Mm -mm. Whether they are... I think they were, they were going to discuss it today. For what well, they stuck some bacon morning. in his uh, bagel. Wouldn't that be great? Maybe he had one of those coarse sandwiches with bacon and cheese from Burger King. Those are good, by the way. Do you ever have those? No. You never had a breakfast coarse sandwich from BK? Yes. Well, in fact, you know, you, you know, if they've ever made it to eat, you've had it. No. Yes. I bet you've had uh, breakfast burritos. No. Neither have I. I have. And? At uh, Whataburger. They were good. Whataburger? Yeah. Hey, Neil, has there been any comment besides from any other listeners about the documentary of the Iraq occupation? No. Oh, this is from Armando, who keeps wanting me to watch that thing, which I have no idea where to find it. Good luck to you, Armando. No, nobody saw it. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Here's one from Tom. I always felt that a country could abolish slavery, give people of color and women equal rights, would eventually have a black man or woman in high political office. I never thought in my wildest dreams I'd one day donate to a black candidate and he'd be elected to office of president. Without realizing it, I had my finger on the pulse of the nation. He had his finger on it. I'll bet. Here's hoping we're fortunate enough to see him bring back some of the ideals and aspirations that the founding fathers intended for all of us. Yeah, like slavery. We've witnessed a great moment in American history, and I'm so proud that I was able to keep the faith and play a small part in making it happen. Happy birthday, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Go get him, baby. With liberty and justice for all, except you faggots, of course. How about Barney Fag? I uh, cleared it. What? Yeah, I cleared it. 
the sports leader. Grab my junior, honey. Nice dog, Clarence. You simple pimple man. You pusshead. Kind of a fat. It's something they can't seem to hide. You fairy. Kind of a fat. They can't admit that they like guys. No. Jackson like to do Kind of a fact Who's he kidding? Is it you? No Thirteen to one at QAM. Now, anyway, here's uh, some a helpful hint from Lisette, but unfortunately, it doesn't work. She says, "Hi, Neil. I'm pretty sure what you need to do is hit the reply button, then print the email out. The only problem is when you hit it does. You hit the reply button, and you can get the whole email. Takes up the whole page. But then when you go to file to print it out, mm-hmm. print is no longer available. Oh. So how do I print that? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You don't have the printer icon on your toolbar? No. Oh. I guess no, you're SIB. What? Yeah, SIB my ass. No, I have to click File and Print. And when I click File now that I got the reply thing on there, it won't, uh, the print uh, is like, uh, you know... It's not highlighted. You can't click on it. You can't select it. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So how the hell do I print this? I'm sure it's going to work. Now wait, wait, wait a minute. Maybe up on top here, there's there's a there's a funky little toolbar. That was funky. I said. I think I said that. I don't know. Increase uh, indentation. Increase indentation. What does that mean? I have no idea. Decrease indentation. Format formatting. Uh, Warren Buffett and Jimmy Buffett, center, align right, yada, yada, yada. But where's one that's going to say print? Insert picture? Oh, this is disturbing, Lisette. Maybe maybe she'll uh, send me an email and tell me how to do it. Because she obviously knows how to do it. There's there's no way available where you can print this. Are you following what I'm telling you? Yeah. No. Well, I'll be damned. Here's one. Happy belated birthday to the most entertaining man in radio. Can't believe Norma ignored you, his meal ticket. Yeah, he he's still at this point. He's never acknowledged that it was my birthday or that anything went on here. Speaking of the burger wars, the AOL poll raved about the mushroom and Swiss steak burger at Burger King. Keep plunging your guts out, says Phil. And you guys told me that it's, uh, didn't, now one of you, somebody told me not good. No, I think, yeah, I think somebody faxed you yeah. and emailed you that. It wasn't yeah, us. it wasn't us. Said the mushroom Swiss was uh, real chazarai. Well, I'm still waiting, Lizette. I'm waiting on you. 
In fact, even I'm looking at her uh, email that I printed out. And on the right, it says print the email. And the part, part of the word out is uh, chopped off. And read the full email. The LL is chopped off a full. Follow what I'm saying? I mean, all you computer experts out there, come on. Let's give the old man a helping hand here. I do pretty good for a 66-year-old fart with all this newfangled crap. And I think of some of these people who just <laughs> refuse to come into the 18th century already. You that know? was fun. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's, uh, I'm just not into computers. It's too difficult for me. It's not all that difficult, okay? But there are some things that just are frustrating. They don't work. And then George, of course, has got this incredible knack of giving me instructions of how to do it some convoluted way that takes like 20 minutes for each email. That would have been really good on Wednesday. Today it might be okay because there aren't that many. XDOM writes, whatever happened to the weather fairy? What I sh or should I say fairies, including Bill Kamal, who must be in homo heaven with all those manly men 24-7? No, I think they're probably too old for him up there. Where is he? Is he in Rayford? He he's somewhere. He's on the inside. Who is more fairyish, our limp-wristed governor or Ms. Norcross? Belated happy birthday. Love you. Listen every day and need a life, says XDOM about fairies. I have no life. Fairies. That Brady Quinn sure looked good last night. My God, is he a beautiful man. I, you know, I hate to say that because it sounds a little bit... Gay. You know, just a little bit. Even Flea agreed with that. He said he is hotter than a damn uh, stovetop. Hmm. Ever have stovetop stuffing? Of course. Ugh. I mean, it's okay. 407 votes on Fat Chris's poll. I think you can make 450. What's wrong with you? What's the matter from you? You can do it. I, I think we can do it also. That's what Joe Bell said. Keep pumping, uh, Chris. You can do it. Now, I never heard back from Lissette, okay? That, that's very dis... I never heard from anybody about that. Nobody knows. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen with my chopped-off emails. Now, the interesting part of that is that now, when I go to stories and print them out, the right-hand margin doesn't chop off. Let, let me just try one, Okay. Miami Herald, Hurricane Paloma grows as it nears Caymans. Print. Got it? Got File, it. print, and okay. Okay? Okay. Okay. How's Dennis James doing? Still dead? Who? Oh, here's uh, Lissette is back. As a follow-up to what you just said, when you hit reply, then right-click on your print feature should come up. Try it. Oh, my God. Right-click, print. There it is. She is the best. Wow. Now, now here comes up this whole box. How do you do it? Print. Do I press just OK? Uh-oh. Maybe this is going to print out. Da-da-da-da. Yeah, look at this. I printed out that story about Paloma and uh, Cuba and blah, 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 blah. And it printed the whole thing out with no chop-offs on the right-hand margin. Now, the only problem with this, Lissette, is I did what you said. Oh, font, it says. It doesn't say print. It says font. That's what I hit. Uh -oh. When you hit, huh? I said, uh-oh. Yeah. What is she talking about? Let me go back and read her message again. When you hit reply, then right-click, and your print feature should come up. Try it. Okay? Right-click on what? Inside where, uh... Yeah, just on the page itself. On the yeah. email itself. Select all, font, paragraph... Increase uh, indent or decrease indent. There's nothing there. And even cut, copy, and paste aren't highlighted. But that, there's no print on there. There's not a selection to print. 
Hmm. Lissette. Damn it. But she's trying anyway. She's the only one that's trying for me. Oh, wait a minute. Now, now all of a sudden, print came up. What the hell was that all about? <laughs> no, seriously, what the hell is that all about? And it's not printing. That's the best part. Oh, it is. But I'm back on my regular Outlook Express page. I know this is captivating radio. Those of you who don't like it, your mama, okay? This is important crap. This is heavy-duty crap. Now, let's see. Now, your print feature should come up. P-R-I, and, and the T is blocked off. Keep trying for me, Lisette. Keep them emails coming. We can kill the last hour with this stuff. And I do mean kill it. Maybe we'll have to so get the engineer out there to figure it out. What? Maybe we'll have to have the engineer what come the out What the hell do they out. know about it? What engineer? Oh, uh, what's his the name? The Toronto Ron? engineer? Yeah. I'm not going to have him come in here just to do something like this. Are you a crazy person or what? As if we don't know the answer. I'm sure he loves you. 412 votes. He loves me, but not enough to come in here for free, and they sure aren't going to pay him to come and do some minor little adjustment like that. The Dow's up 168 points. Everything is looking beautiful. The sun is shining here. It's just a wonderful day. Castronova's sticking his finger out the window. It's a one to two hour. One in seven Americans suffers from a terrible affliction. And while others find it funny, to those who have it, it's no laughing matter. It's called frequent burping syndrome. It's terrible. I'll, I'll be on a date or a business meeting and... and... <coughs> Excuse me. See? See what happens? Frequent burping syndrome. It can ruin your life. But it doesn't have to. Now there's a clinic that can help. Trained specialists, sensitive to the needs of compulsive belchers. A special place known as Burp Enders. Gosh, Burp Enders saved my life. Uh, Joanne and I were in love. I, I really wanted to ask her to marry me, but I just knew that when the moment of truth came, I'd let out with a big ripper. You know. Burp Enders. No shame, no guilt. No more tummy rumbling, smelly belches. No more stopping in mid-sentence to uncork a big, cheesy blaster. Just caring professionals and the help you need. Don't wait. Here's the number to call. 555-2877. It's 555. Burp Enders. Call today and stop being so gross. Okay, it's 101. Very disappointing, man. Just unbelievably disappointing. Do you think I have any emails with instructions about how to get my uh, printing the email problems uh, solved? No. Do you think I have even one? No. I've got... Oh! That was up 203, though. They knew it was a buying opportunity. <laughs> so I got nothing. Even Lissette is uh, stumped, I guess. It, uh, you know, you, you, it just makes no sense to me. You can't print it out. You can see it, but you can't print it out, Lissette. Kurt says, I was watching MSNBC last night when it was clear that an Obama victory was in the bag. They had Tom DeLay on to give his opinion. There's only one thing I have to say about that. Why? Yeah, why do they keep bringing that scumball on the air? He proceeded to spew his normal venom, and I thought to myself, how the hell is this guy still walking the effing streets? When does this slime ball go on trial? He was indicted three years ago, for Christ's sakes. In the meantime, they give him airtime. Un Unbelievable. Also, I flipped over to Fox. It looked like a wake. Britt Hume, Karl Rove, the rest of the Nazis were dumbfounded. To their credit, they called Ohio for Obama earlier than MSNBC. So that's the deal for Obama. 
They sealed the deal. Uncle Neil, what a wonderful day. Your birthday and the election of the next great president of the U.S. Mazel tov to us all, said Holly. These are all from uh, Wednesday, from my birthday. Oh, he's reading emails that are two days old. Well, number one, there aren't any more from today. And number two, they aren't giving me any uh, helping gland or hand about that uh, technical problem. Nothing. Here's one. A new humor book already out. A hundred blank pages. Sarah Palin. Wisdom of Sarah Palin. Ah, ha, 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 ha. That's the kind of crap I get from all these people who think that they're very funny. These amateur comedians. Delete mm -hmm. immediately, if not sooner. Delete, delete, delete. Attachments. Links. Delete, delete, delete. Douglas says, I'm very proud of my home state, Virginia. We finally came through. We also replaced that ancient John Warner. Now both our senators are Democrats. We need to work on Florida next time and get rid of Bush Licker Martinez. Yeah, that Mel Martinez. Communista, communista. Yeah, he's an idiot. Idiota. Alegna. Alenia? A-L-E-G-N-A. I guess that's Alenia, huh? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't say Alegna. No. Alenia? It says, happy birthday. It's the beginning of a new year for you, a new era for our country. Big hugs and kisses. Take care, Alenia. Alegna. What, what is wrong with you? God, sometimes I act so goyish you know Speaking of that, how's the uh, poll coming on the uh, Jew food? 423? 425, I got. Oh. You're way behind, Flea. You're way behind. That's because you hang around with Jolly Joe so much. Way behind. It's enough to stun anybody's growth. That's why Flea sounds like a midget. That was up 187. Excluding pork and shellfish, what's the most goyish of food? WTF 79. That means they don't understand the question. Biscuits and gravy, 60. Spam, 50. String bean casserole, 35. Fried chicken, 33. Pickled eggs, 33. Oh, God. Do they still have those in the, some of the convenience stores where you go in and there's that like that big jar of ambiotic fluid and those pickled eggs are in it? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Nasty. Uh, fried chicken, 33. Pickled eggs, 33. Catfish, 22. Sloppy Joe's, 19. Scrapple, 17. Slim Jim, 17. I totally disagree. A lot of us good Jews love Slim Jims. Grit, 16. Chicken pot pie, 15. Beef stew, 13. Mayo, 6. Bread pudding, 5. Fish and chips, 3. And cornbread, 2. Cornbread's got a pier. Out of 427. What was your goal, 450? Yep. If you'd have really pushed it, we could have made 500 on this new poll during the show today. But that would, that would be expecting too much on a Friday. It's a lot of work. Especially now that Joe Bell got canned. You know, all that nasty stuff going around the building. How do you like that fat boy, huh? Just a professional troublemaker who thinks he's very funny, by the way. Oh, ho, ho, ho. In fact, I'm surprised him and Jolly Joe didn't elope. Chris would have been heartbroken, but nevertheless. Not at all. You've gotten over it. You've got over it. Now, let me take a look at my Outlook Express. Maybe Lisette came back. She's the only one that's going to help me with this because nobody else, they either don't care or they just don't know. No, the fake Phil Henry about President Obama. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, thanks, fake Phil Henry. Boring. Boring. When you need these people, where the hell are they? You know, any, I mean, not that I don't appreciate all the nice stuff on Wednesday, but anybody can say happy birthday, Neil, happy 66, thanks for the memories and yada, yada. That, you know, it's nice. I appreciate it. But anybody can do that. Am I right? Yep. Doesn't require anybody actually saying something. Now, when Flea gets his own show, you wait till you hear the calls he's going to get. Oh, it'll be crazy. When's that start? I don't know. We need to make that happen. Monday, 10 to 2? That'd be good. Oh, wait. Chris no. would work with you. Chris needs the cash. Oh, yeah, sure. He's a turncoat. He's not going to be here Say next what? Friday, by the way. 
I'm sorry. You ought to be. Oh, well, I'm going to be there till 1 in the morning on Thursday night. i got to do the Canes game. The Canes. Hey, so he, he had me off that, uh, that Thursday morning. I said, no, I'll be here for the show, too. He won't stop doing it, will he? He just won't stop screwing with his show, freaking Clarence. I guess not. I'm, I'm going to have to come down there and kill him. Can we watch? I'm, I'm serious. I'm going to have to come down there and just kill his ass because it's just uh, it's hopeless. He just won't stop doing everything in his power to destroy this show. When's the next trend coming up, by the way? Do we know? I have no idea. I'll check it. You'll check it? You have the ability to check it? Yep. Now, th this ought to be good. Dave says, hope you're having a great birthday. Yeah, I did two days ago. Finally, the campaigning is over. The absolute best news is we finally have a real president for change. The eight years have really rejoiced badly. In celebration of your birthday, here's a poll suggestion for later this week. What's the most embarrassing place you've ever pooped your pants? <laughs> I never poop my pants, and I'm a liar. During nude male swim class, while driving my car, while riding my bike, while swimming in a public pool, in a jacuzzi, at church, at the gym, at work, at school, at a restaurant. While participating in a sporting events such as wrestling. Well, I'll put that in my pile. It's not too... The By most... the way, the next trend comes out November 19th. 19th. That means two weeks from Wednesday. From this past Wednesday. Yep. Or a week from next Wednesday. Or two weeks from your birthday. Right. Exactly. That's the way I would have looked at it. Everything going on in the world revolves around how it relates to my birthday. Oh, here we... Wait a minute. Or 50 weeks from your next birthday. Lissette says, let's try this. Select the text within the email. And once highlighted, right-click and hit print selection. Try that. I'm thinking the other suggestion didn't work because Outlook is kind of quirky. Okay, I'm going to go back to that email. I'm right-clicking. It's not going to say print selection. It doesn't say anything about print anything. Oh, that, but I didn't highlight it, though. Okay, let me highlight it. Right-click. And it says print. No, it says font. 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 There's nothing about print. So even though she means very well, it's uh, it's phantom stuff. Do you like Versailles on 8th Street? Here it says, the food is great, the people are. Well, I'm not going to read that. How the hell would I read that from the fake Phil Henry? While you're on the page you want to print, try pressing Control plus P. This is a built-in window shortcut for printing and usually works. Control... Plus P. Okay. Now, all, all that happens is that the uh, print box shows up. I'll click on print, and this one's going to print out the whole thing because there's nothing. It doesn't go that far to the right. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Right, so you don't know if it solves your problem or not. Control plus P is just, it's just another way of getting the print box to, to pop up. Why is that going to change the way it prints out? Am I right? You well, bet. if you hit reply and then do the control P, then it should work. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a jerk. Well, let's see. While you're on the page you want to print, this is a, maybe it works. A built-in window shortcut for printing, it usually works. But like I said, this one, it was going to work. Now, let me go back. Oh, Brandon says, add cotton candy to that poll. Get out of here, Brandon. Cotton candy is for Goyam since when? Jews, we love our sugar. Crazy person. Now, let, let me find one that's... Uh, here we go. Here we go. I work for the University of Miami as a computer technician. If you like, I can connect 
connect to your computer remotely no. to try to... Of course not. You're telling me no? Let me know. You can call me in my office or send me an email. I'm going to let some stranger. I'm going to hook him up with my uh, computer. Yeah, while you're at it, give him your social security number yeah, and your exactly. bank account numbers. I'll help you That's out. That's next. Now, what did I do? Control P, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's the print box. I'm clicking print. It's going to come out chopped off, okay, because it's a long sentence. Yeah, this is Luis. Luis at the U.M., at the Frost School of Music. And it really kind of frosts my ass a little bit. That he thinks I'm going to hook him up. Okay, let's see how it turned out. Uh, chopped off on the right. No no difference. No difference. All, all it's doing is just bringing up that print box a different way, that's all. Not, it's not changing anything. Oh, here's the uh, phony Aaron Summers. says, even I wouldn't sleep with Josh Darrow. That's quite an indictment. But who the hell, what kind of creature actually would? There are skunks that would be revolted by Josh Darrow, a.k.a. Clarence. Let me say it again. The Humper, he invented all these people, <laughs> Stu Gotts, and I told that him that right funny. to his puss that night we had dinner. I said, I've been say? ripping you. He just laughed. <laughs> he went like, uh, <laughs> like that. Uh, he, he, to me, is a, a medical marvel, the Humper. I mean, I know I eat all this ice cream and my blood sugar is bad, but at least, you know, I, I look almost human. But he is just gigantic. And he has the craziest, like, balding pattern I've ever seen. Are you picking on Hank now? A little bit. I bet you your buddy Joe puts you up to this. It's Friday, you bastard. This is CNN Breaking News. Several McCain Well, that's the wrong bit. Excuse me. 